You won't believe it, but my wife actually let me do a podcast. So I'd like to thank Heather Lewis for allowing Tech Talk Taco Tuesday to take place. Because if you have an awesome wife like I do that supports you in the lifestyle you become accustomed to, then you can make the best motorcycle podcast known to man. On tonight's episode, we get into all the important stuff, like how long you can ride for. You know, is 70 when it's time to hang it up? Are steg pegs a good thing? Well, we had a surge of steg pegs. And of course, electric motorcycles. We dive deep into the Stark and a lot of claims about 80 horsepower. So you're just going to have to listen. This show is brought to you by Yamaha, Taco Moto, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, and Bulletproof Designs. It's Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, the best moto show in the entire industry. Right, yep. Logan? Yes. Okay. The reason I say that is because um, we answer your motorcycle and motorcycle product related questions. Unlike the other ones where all they do is talk about racing, we don't talk about racing. <laughs> Sitting next to me is your co-host. It's Logan Tyler. He speaks occasionally um, when I need to have a, uh, a drink of beer. Yeah. And <clears throat> Matt over there. Yep. Matt Mattoon. Off screen. With his... Uh, tall boy yep uh, having his Michelob ultra yeah uh, to try to you know, beer, you know figure out how to push those two buttons that make this show go mm-hmm. my name is Jimmy Lewis I'm your co-host because we don't really know who hosts the show um uh, the special guest is the normal host so uh tech talk taco Tuesday and strippers that's the new name of the show what? yeah oh we what? decided that last week. We decided week. No, about a month ago. We, we're, you know, because we're trying to get ratings. And so if you have strippers in in your um, your show. And the thumbnail. And the thumbnail yeah. and all the other stuff, it makes the ratings go off. That, And like I said, we're the best moto show and the ratings will prove this. This is, this is how we do this kind of stuff. The YouTube algorithm has proven this to be true. Yeah. Right, Logan? Yes. Yeah. But you're not allowed to look at the stuff with the strippers. No. Okay. So Logan won't be looking at this show uh, during the week. Neither neither will I, but that's for a different reason. So um how about Supercross season? Let's get let's knock it right off and start talking about Supercross. That's what, racing. Oh yeah, but we can do this. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think? What's your what's your predictions? Like, give me your top three. Uh it's gonna be shuffled up a lot because a lot of new riders on new teams. So I don't know. Were you ready for this question? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Well, then we should talk about Dakar because we know a little bit about Dakar, don't we? A little bit. But we don't talk about racing. No. I might have inside. I might know some stuff. You know some like hot lines and I know I know lines. some guys. I know I got I got some favorites and I got some I got some uh, we'll say horses in the race. If you know, mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Wait does does Jimmy have predictions for uh, Supercross and Dakar? Because we, we you got to if you ask the question you have to be able to answer it. Oh, I do. Yeah. Who? No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I, I will. I will go. I. I. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Well, Dakar is easy. I'm. I'm going with Ricky. Ricky Brayback. It, it, it's. You know, a first two years ago and a second last year. And we need a first this year. It's, it's, everything else is unacceptable. So. Right. So and and if and if Ricky isn't just dominating, then I'm going with Andrew Short. So those are my those are my two those are my two horses in the race. Well, those who's going to win the quad class? Pablo. 
Yeah. Pablo, I got Pablo on a whole new program this year, just all about being mellow. And if Pablo is mellow, Pablo will dominate the quad class. No, mm -hmm. no questions asked. Cool. So Logan, who's this show brought to you by? They're climb for sure. Pretty sure. What climb gear did you wear today? Didn't ride today. No, I wore a climb jacket. No, don't know the cold. name of it. Yeah. And climb jackets are really good. Is it the puffy one? No, it's thin. It's sitting right over there. The inversion. Oh, the inversion thing. Yeah. That is a good, that's a good jacket. Oh, you, you guys get it branded? Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Sponsored by dad. Like mm -hmm. everything, right? Yeah. From your car to your toothbrush to your motorcycle to the jacket you're wearing. Team dad. Yeah. Um, okay. So I guess we're going to do some camera adjusting because, you know, it's jacked up. You should have been here earlier to get this all set up. Uh, we will answer any question that comes up in the chat. We'll do the full first group of chat questions. So if you if you got a burning question in the um, motorcycle sphere, um, I'll let Logan read it off. And then without referring to a reference manual, I'll answer nine out of 10 of those questions with 75% accuracy if you check it against a reference manual. Guaranteed. We should do a, like a survey of that. See how correct that is. Oh, you mean like with math? Kind of. Like, Matt, can you, oh, go, yeah. can you figure that out? Uh, like tally yeah, marks? If, if Logan can catalog the episodes, okay. uh, we can we can come up with this percentage <laughs> pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, still try we're still trying to get the episodes all uh, cataloged out. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Can you hear anything in these? No, you got to no. crank them. Uh, check if those are plugged in. Because that might, might that might have caused that. Okay, so we're also brought to you okay. by you. You've been wearing your headphones since the beginning of the show, and they're not even turned on. Now they're plugged in. Which yeah. those might those might still be turned way down from the last show. Yeah, bad bad producing. This is a professional operation. Yeah, here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Blame the producer. Okay, so that's that's the ten percent of errors we're going to have on tonight's show. Yep. And uh, so okay, climb. I wore I wore a complete set of climb gear. I wore my Dakar pants. I actually wore the Latitude jacket today, and uh, that was really good. I wore the Edge goggle. Mm -hmm. That's the one that has the magnetic lens because I'm testing some some stuff, some different stuff. You know, Scott Goggles also sponsors this podcast. Yeah. I usually wear the Scots, mm -hmm. but today I was wearing something different because you don't know what's good if you don't try other stuff. And that's why I can answer nine out of ten questions with 70% um, accuracy, Logan. Next. DDC Trail Tech Bulletproof Designs. I had DDC sprockets on and I rode, you got, you got the, get ready for it, rode the mighty Husaberg 570. Yep. Yep. Everybody, yeah. Hold the, hold the applause. Um, it was, it was a good day. The sand washes will never be the same. They, they basically, I built berms in those sand washes with one pass that would ordinarily take like a whole desert race to go through and, and turn up that much dirt. Right, Heather? Yes. And coming on the show later on tonight, my beautiful wife, Heather Lewis, to tell you all how awesome I am. Right? Oh, do I have to? Yeah, you have to, you have to come on the show. We'll talk about riding dirt bikes and racing. Um, I race, though. Uh, you used to. You know, I'll tell you how good my DDC sprocket was because the Husaberg, I, I've, I've not seen this that often. I have seen it. The thing has so much power. It actually wore the O-rings off the chain. I actually, I don't think it wore them. I think it scared them 
Because it used to be an O-ring chain. And now, like I would say, yeah, about half of the O-rings are literally missing from that chain. And so they just got scared and said, I'm not hanging out here. That's This is a, this is a heavy load to be handling. Oh, yeah. Then we have Yamaha. Yamaha. Yeah. Tell, us about, tell us about a Yamaha. Oh. So Yamaha has this four-stroke bike, which is for motocross riders driven to dominate. The Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with powerful four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, both the YZ450F and YZ250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphic packages. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with the Yamaha exclusive and industries only free power tuner app. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today. Find your Yamaha YZ and enter Victory Zone. So next on the next show, you will be doing your own version of that read you have to you're not going to get to read it you've just got to get all the bullet points and put them into your own words oh boy yeah like yeah. build a new one or yeah you're not you're you're not you're, you're just going to stare at the camera and you're going to say everything you said right there all those facts whatever they are you're going to uh spit those out to the to the camera like you mean it too that because that you, you threw a little emphasis in there it's getting better I wonder how many people are actually trying to scroll through this show to figure out when are the ads coming because I want to skip them. But you're right. gonna you, we're we're gonna deliver the ads in ways that you can't even imagine, mm-hmm. right? Like next week, you're gonna you want you're gonna want to you're gonna want to tune in next week because Logan's gonna make his own ad for Yamaha four strokes. I'll oh, handle be, the two. I'll handle. Might be the last. He should one, make his but... own commercial for for it too. Uh, we could do, we could do a commercial. Well, yeah, we're gonna. Uh, Trevor needs to come out here and Trevor is in possession of the YZ125. So we will, he, I, Trevor I will, needs to come out here. Yes. I will make the YZ125 commercial. It'll kind of be a version. I've got you in my pocket. That bat bells like a magnet. Cause you just want me to say Husaberg, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just start throwing your phone at it. Uh, I'll make the YZ125 commercial. And then you, you work on that YZ four stroke thing. Uh, and next, what's the next, bro- uh, next uh, sponsor? Takamoto. Takamoto. Hey, Takamoto, the entire Takamoto family would like to sincerely wish you and yours a Merry Christmas, even though that was a couple days ago. But uh, you could be listening to this next year, a couple days before Christmas, and they still want to wish you a Merry Christmas, a happy Hanukkah, and happiest of all holidays. It's been a joy and a delight to serve you this past year, and they are stoked for what's ahead in whatever year the next year is. Could be 2022 because it will be. Um, basically, Mike Spurgeon and the Takamoto family uh, thanks you. And we thank them for being a sponsor of the Rooster Endo segment where your Rooster Endo submission could get you $100. Like, what was what was the name of the last guy that won it? Ooh. Mike something? Good, I, I'm good guy. He Bad producer. Didn't he actually donate his certificate to his club or something like that? Uh, I'm not sure. I need to go find the message. Though. I sent you an email about this. You did. So and he, I, I really appreciate it. It was really cool to see his email because he was really thankful. It was, it was really cool to see. Because I think we kind of just, we picked on his bike a little bit, didn't we? No, his his was the bike that had all the beer cans. Yeah. 
It was probably we, the we best pi- mission we, we've ever had. We picked on <laughs> we picked on the bike, but we couldn't even focus on the bike because there was no. beer cans stuck all over. No, and no. don't don't think that is the key to getting you know sticking beer can. If if you think you have it figured out, I mean we've only done it once, so you have a hundred percent chance of getting it wrong if you stick beer cans all over your bike. But we're really look. I'm looking for the most interesting submission, the one that really draws the most interest for one reason or another. I mean, your bike may need the hundred dollars. You may not need it at all, but you've done a good job. And if you send us a video that's four minutes long, I will absolutely, with a hundred percent certainty, guarantee that it will probably not be played. We'll send it back and say, "Hey, uh, make this." I need to. We all need to do our own video submissions for Rooster Endo as an example. Oh yeah, well, well, did, did you do that? Well, all of our bikes are up there. All three of our bikes. Not, not anymore. Mine's on the old one. Oh, no, we didn't do videos, but my, oh, well, yeah. my bike set the standard for the, the whole thing. One. Yeah. Ricky did a video. Ricky's yeah. done a few. Yeah. Yeah. R- yeah. Ricky's the MVP of, uh, Restorando <laughs> videos. He's the MVP of, uh, Restorando. So, uh, yeah. Thanks Taco Mike for, uh, doing that. That's tacomoto.co. Go there, check out all the stuff they have for your motorcycle and, uh, you'll be happy. What's next? Oh, it was, it was Kevin. Yeah, it was Kevin. Uh, we, 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 Kevin, we, Viota was our winner of our first yeah. Takamoto hundred bucks. Okay. Uh, we have any, any, uh, things in the chat room going on? Yeah. Okay. Logan. Finn throw them at me. Eight, two, five. When will Mike Spurgeon Spurgeon be on the show? Um, I think he's so busy filling orders at Takamoto that he he, he works twenty four seven, and he's kind of afraid of me because like I want to test everything, and so he 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 thinks he has to bring something out here to test because that's all I do is try things, and yeah. Hey Bob, when are you getting that stuff for your three fifty? Did you order it yet? Stuff? All the stuff, all the computer f- stuff from Takamoto. I, I, I haven't. You haven't done that? Okay, just checking. Next, Tony. Sobrito. We we can get him in though. I'm sure we can get him to come out. Maybe we maybe we could do like a tech talk from Takamoto with one camera and two microphones. We're gonna keep it simple. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. not dragging this. this well, no, the, the the Alpine Star thing was kind of a, a lesson learned. Well, no, it, it all worked out. But I I the I guess if we're going someplace where I don't ride, we could take a lot of this stuff. But I'd I'd like to build up a mobile kit. You know, so that we could actually go and do it. Actually, it'd be nice to just go and do some remote broadcasts. Maybe not worry about. Um, we'll, we'll go live on one platform. Mm-hmm. You're not everywhere, like with this. Right. We won't bring the whole the whole show, but then we can we can do a segment, and then we can patch in the good parts. We'll you know? talk. We'll talk about in our next board meeting. Uh, board meeting. Yeah. Do we have those? Well, I mean, we do have investors, right? So <laughs> investors, I, uh, that is, uh, those are all the people that say they're going to advertise and they don't get you the assets or the money. And those are investors. Well, I was kind of making it more of a joke that like Heather's more of like the biggest investor because she actually supports show. me and the lifestyle I've yeah. become accustomed to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Our investors are, our investors. Yeah. I guess we could have a board meeting after this. Hey, Heather, you, you, you should get one of those bottles out of the closet. I was trying to organize the liquor cabinet over there. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Uh, yeah, we can, we can, we can do that. Yeah, we need to start producing more content because content is king. It doesn't matter like what you do. It doesn't even matter if you're good at testing motorcycles. If you just make a lot of content, 
then you can be a star on the on the internets, even if you don't put strippers after the name of your show. Right. So Tony Sobrito, who is tearing up the Perump single track? The who's tuning it up or tearing it up? Tearing. Tearing it up. Mm. I don't know. Oh. The solar panel guys? The solar panel guys for sure are gonna be tearing it up. They're gonna be tearing it up and closing it down. Uh no, it's not got not getting torn up. Don't 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 post pictures of where you ride. I mean, don't post locations. You can post pictures. Just don't be so uh, descript about where you're where you're riding at. But uh, yeah, you'll know if the Husaberg's been there. That's for sure. It doesn't it doesn't make see. There's a lot of confusion about like you know how the trails get torn up. Like some some places there's a lot of hoopty doos, and what happened there was that's like behind. I've explained this before. So the hoopty doos are created. Because I got on the gas on the Husaberg 570 and it actually caused ripples in the earth behind me. You know, it's like, it's like an accordion. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like, like a rug. Yeah. It's like a rug. The rug gets kind of pushed up. That's, yeah. this is what happened. So I'm sorry, but all I have to do is ride the trail in the other direction and it flattens it right back out. You know this, it, it literally, and if I do it properly, I can actually come to the set of hoopty doos. And I can loft the front wheel a little bit and then get on the gas. Not a lot, but just on the gas. It doesn't take much to loft the front wheel. And then actually, it actually smooths the trail in front of the motorcycle. So it, I, it, I it, think some people around here got that, that message wrong. They've been doing that on the roads, just wheeling around, doing that wheel loft yeah. around. Well, they don't have a Husaberg, so it's like it's, no, it's on them. <laughs> hey, what do you think about that Stark Varg? Electric bike. Um, we we talked about it because mm -hmm. it was breaking news, like literally, on the show. And I and I I watched the video like right before the show. I watched the video, and uh, I had some thoughts. And some people said uh, pessimistic. Is that the word that I that I'm generally pessimistic about things? Are you negative or pessimistic? You're pessimistic. I well I I was. Uh, you you were down like I, I, you, you were bearish on yeah, the a bearish yeah, yeah there you, you go. we call that Wait, what so what do you think Logan because this is your future yeah um they were going to a lot of like the only people I saw it from were not like the big magazines and there were there but they were also to the media influencers and and what are they, were they just like jumping up and down and going yay yeah. yay yeah. a little bit. Right. So what did you think when they said 80 horsepower? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so it, it, and I always, you know, the first reaction is what it is. And trust me, I lived through the Cannondale hype and uh, a couple other, you know, bikes that were hyped and, and like the first coming of four strokes when Yamaha unleashed the works YZ 400 you know, that Doug Henry raced um, and, and certain things when it, when a, when a big, big company, Yamaha is a big, big company, KTM is a big, big company, companies like this. And they decide to go off in a direction, you know, Honda has shown an electric bike, but they were very particular about how they called it. And they didn't, they, they said this thing that we have, that we've been testing, we've been playing with fits in the 250 F class. They didn't go 45 horsepower. 
mm-hmm. you know, which would have been a lot at the time for a 250F. And, and th- you know, all of a sudden jump out and throw this 80 horsepower thing. And then on top of that, and, and t- to go charging in one hour or maybe two hours, you know, one or two hours and, and then full MotoGP moto on a charge and six hours of trail riding. And those are, those are the things that all of a sudden were just like, they were, they're pushing pressure points with mm-hmm. me. Like I know, I know a lot of people that know a lot about electric stuff and things. And I've ridden pretty much all of the electric bikes that, that have been publicly available. And those claims are out there, not unobtainable, possibly, some of the stuff can be done on a one-off basis. Like, I think you can have 80 horsepower. I think you can do this. But it wouldn't be in the same bike that you can, like, with a couple pushes of a button, get it to charge up in one hour. Like, those, it just, it's, it's, you got to think of electricity like a garden hose. And how much, how much can you fill, you know, how fast can you put water through it to fill up the tank? And this is the charging and discharging. And so, it's uh I don't know a lot of and and then and then the other one was released in November of 2022 and then everybody sent their hundred dollars in and I heard the response was amazing there's a lot of hundred dollars that went to this company so uh, I don't doubt that they can release a bike and produce a few of them maybe a hundred or so by November of 2022. To fill the orders that they got after they released that video, good luck. Yeah. Uh, um, and and to actually have the bike that's that's performing to the level that they want. So I listened to some um, interviews with Sebastian Tortelli, who's one of the test riders. I listened to Josh uh, Hill talk about it on a couple different um, things because I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I mean, I and and don't say I'm poo poo electric. I like. I, I like the idea of electric. I think it has some really good uses. And when you listen to S- Sebastian in particular talk about it, you know, the 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 closures that they have over in Europe, the difficulty they have getting to be able to use tracks, um, there's there's going to be a need for some, quote, silent fun, you know, or some some low, low decibel fun. This bike can be awesome at that. And, and you saw it in a form that, both of them kind of said you were seeing what they were told was 60% of the performance. Like they were only able to ride it 60% because it's all prototype stuff. It isn't the complete engine. They have, they obviously have some really neat technology that, you know, it's new front end technology in their motor. They're, they're doing the battery a little bit different. Although I think that's where the, this is where the, the issue is the battery technology is advancing so quickly. And some of those battery technologies are either a difficult to obtain or not totally proven or developed in, in these kind of things. I mean, to get eight horsepower, they're going to have to be pushing limits of that battery and the controller and the engine controller as well. So I think um, overall, but the other good thing I heard from these guys was, well, especially Sebastian, he, he had ridden the Alta quite a bit and the Alta had some very serious handling flaws. You can read about it on dirt bike test. Um, when we tested it, I felt it. And so did Scott Hoffman when we rode it. I mean, this bike was designed by someone who was trying to wrap a, 
a, a chassis around a, a battery and an engine first and didn't really think about the handling and the way that they hooked the swing arm to the to the chassis caused it to do some very not good things it was it reminded me of a trying to think of a <laughs> of a bike that did that kind of weird stuff uh, a husky with the big center frame did some of it and uh the rm 370 that i had uh did some of this like it just wound itself up and didn't know where to it didn't know you didn't know where it was going to go so the, the fact that, that they identified this with that bike and then said, hey, this thing, this Stark works really good. And they, they, they're saying all the right things when they say, hey, it doesn't have the windup or the inertia that you feel when a motor revs up, especially a bigger four-stroke. And so it's uh, – that, that's, my, that's my thoughts on it right now. I mean, I'd love to ride one. It, that, and, and you can say and show all the videos you want, but until I ride one, I can't really tell you, you know, how it works. And if they, if they can – by a push of a button put and, and nobody needs 80 horsepower by the way <laughs> nobody needs 80 horsepower i think I that, mean, that gives the 570 run for its money well <laughs> yeah the 570 doesn't put out 80 horsepower oh yeah <laughs> it, it puts out it puts out a, it puts out an amazing amount of torque for a single cylinder four stroke but right. it's not 80 horsepower and and anybody that thinks they can put 80 th horsepower through a normal motocross a current generation motocross tire is fooling themselves like right. if 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 you actually got 80 horsepower it's where it's putting 30 horsepower down before it gets to 80 horsepower that's the important part of that power curve fyi everybody that's trying to get 80 horsepower <laughs> so j just because i want to the chat is making some excellent points actually right uh i think i think we have smart wait our chat, our chat is making yeah. excellent points so I'm kind of jumping ahead Where's on Victor? what's on that list, but uh, <laughs> there, there in the YouTube chat, there's a, a lot of talk going around about hybrid bikes. Apparently, John Jackson is saying that Kawasaki actually has some yep, coming out they're, in the next they're, few years. They're, they're, they have some patents on a hydrogen. Um, uh, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it. I don't. Don't. I didn't. I don't. Didn't research that right before the show. But they they have a hydrogen fuel cell. Okay. That will that will uh, produce electricity. So um, I don't think it's a I don't think it's an it's is it an internal combustion or is it a fuel cell? I'm trying to remember. I remember looking at the it's, it's drawings. It's one or the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not there. So there's hydrogen powered internal combustion engines. Right. I actually saw. <laughs> Uh, I'm just laughing because <laughs> I, I saw how they're going to charge the the um, the Audis that are racing in Dakar this year. There's Audis has has a I want to call it a PHEV um, electric vehicle. Uh, and and so it has a motor, but it also has a battery and they're going to they're going to charge it with big giant diesel generators. And I've seen this on other events where they have electric cars in remote locations. It's just it's it's when they first started making gasoline powered cars. Like the the question was, wasn't like, is this going to be any good? It's like, where do I get fuel for this thing? You know, they, you, you could always stop and have your horse eat hay off the side of the road. But, uh, you know, how are you going to, you know, and so this is, this is something that will come. I mean, all this stuff will, will work. 
so yeah, Bob is raising his hand in the, the peanut gallery. Where they ran the Alta. I the, forgot the kid's name that was riding it. They, where, where they rode the Alta? Alta at Erzberg. Erzberg. Oh, he didn't go very far. Right. He didn't make it to the first check yeah. before he ran out of Yeah. Yeah. The Alta had a, the Alta did not ha i mean we we went on a 3 hour trail ride on a, on one and um of course we were very careful about making sure we rode it uphill the whole time you know for the most part and then a lot of level and then when the battery got down to a quarter we came back down so it wouldn't take nearly as much power but we got like a 3 hour trail ride on it and riding it in keeping up and riding with normal gas bikes and it it was actually pretty good Handling issues aside, um, and they weren't they weren't horrible, but it was it was it was noticeable. But so you, you could get three hours on it, where the gas bike still had another hour in it, you know, net net when we were all done. So so there's there's that. But yeah, Kawasaki has some technology. I guarantee all the manufacturers are working on this. But the idea is to have just a hundred percent pure. You're, you're, I don't think that anybody's going to build a small turbine motor that we're going to run and charge to charge batteries. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, maybe, I don't know, maybe. Well, someone made a great point in the chat that there wouldn't be enough space to put all this stuff. Yeah. I, I know On this. Motorcycle. Yes. So the, the, the tur yeah, well, the turbine, we would need to run intermittently and it'd have to charge, do be a very quick charge to keep rejuvenating the, the, the battery, but they also do make, and I don't how, ask me how I know, they make some other kinds of engines that, because motorcycles have been studied by DARPA to be mobile power units. A very, it, it has to do with autonomous. It has to do with, um, uh, you know, ease of maneuverability. And, and, and then it just has to be a giant battery so that they can get it and put it someplace. And, you know, get it into very remote locations that are hard to get to so that things can come and charge off of it. So it's a, basically a, a mobile battery. And this is, this is, uh, you know, so the, the technology is out there. It's floating around. So well, it's we'll only going to get better, right? We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, it's all, it's going to get better. And, mm -hmm. and for them to, and it's smart for that company to come out and try to produce a, a motocross bike first, because they're, they're working at the pinnacle of performance and, and they, you know, if they're, if they're actually expecting this thing to come out and compete with 450 four strokes, uh, that's a, that's a big ask. And I, I really hope that they can figure out a way to do it. Cause if they do it, it's going to cause everybody else to have to do it as well. And then mm -hmm. it'll, it'll, it'll just get better competitional. It'll breed it. And I, I don't think, especially from a guy that rides off road, long distances, remote locations, batteries, it's going to take a long time for batteries to, to be able to do that, I'll probably be wearing a solar riding suit, you know, <laughs> to help charge the battery. My fenders will be made out of solar panels, you know, to help right. charge charge the battery. But it's going to be no Husaberg 570 in the sandwash rippling the earth, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, and, and the other so the, so the other thing that they did talk about is they talked about that with COVID um, closing a lot of stuff down. All of a sudden, people that lived near motocross tracks in Europe got used to it being very quiet. And mm -hmm. when the motorcycles came back, they said, oh, what's this? Oh. So, you know, hey, th think about that for a while. I mean, uh, it, most of us like to hear a well-tuned motorcycle. But every day, you know, first thing in the morning, late into the afternoon, in the evening, 
Willying up and down my street? No, thanks. But so if the Willie boys got electric bikes, then I could care less what they do. Right. Yeah. So well, um, SS. Just, sorry, Logan. I'm, I'm not trying to steal your job, but uh, SS. Oh, he said, doesn't want to talk. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but SS said, the real question is, will the bike still have the soul and give you the same adrenaline rush and enjoyment? Yes. Um, it'll be different. It'll be different in that there's a, there's a, there's a very real sound and noise component to us when we ride. And I probably see it in, I want to say 70% of the people that I know that ride hear the power more than they feel the power. Like, and especially, you know, when, when they, when they go to take off, they won't trust the torque of the motorcycle. They have to hear it rev up. Heather was doing this today. <laughs> she was, she was like revving the bike up a little bit. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, cause I know how much power a thing makes and, and you, it, you didn't need to, you, you, you don't need this, but so as much as, you know, and, and I catch myself doing it too. Like sometimes when I'm riding a two stroke, you know, I don't really feel like I'm doing anything until that power valve opens up and that thing really kind of gets on the pipe. And in reality, you know, if you just kind of feel what it's doing, feel how it pulls around the turn, and the TPI two-stroke is a perfect example of this. You don't need to be on the power valve. It's pulling really hard. It's doing as much as that tire will handle. And with electric, you you you, you get this, you know, it doesn't make any noise. It kind of sings as you know, makes this, and you start feeling how fast you're going and they're not slow. I mean, they're, you know, they've never been slow. It's just, it's how they tune the, the engine control to, to react to what you're doing with your throttle. And in the beginning it was kind of awkward because it was, it was bicycle people programming, programming them. And now even like on the KTM 50 that I rode, the E, the KTM, they call it E5. Is that what they call a little thing? I think so. They did a really good job programming that that throttle. So it. I remember you, you know, saying you thought those were the best electric bikes you've ever ridden. I, I'm still going with the O set as being the best electric. Currently, the O set is the best electric bike made. That KTM and the KTM brand, you know, whether it's a Husky or a Gas Gas, the E5 or whatever they call it, is a really good, really good bike for as an electric bike for what it's doing. Um. You know, we'll we'll wait and see. We'll see how it goes. So, is that? Do we have any other stuff? Oh, there's yeah. more questions now. I, uh, Logan, I cleared up that mm -hmm. that document. Yeah. So, super motard. What do you all think? Recommend for jersey slash pants for trail riding? Climb. Climb. Iron thumb. Climb Dakar. Iron thumb. Are KTM bikes worth the extra cost? compared to the Japanese bikes for Western warrior rider rider. Are KTMs, do they, do they really cost more? I mean, I mean, as bit. far as, well, yeah. So, so if you kind of look at the MSRPs, the KTMs have always been, you know, maybe anywhere from 200 to a thousand dollars more expensive. Mm -hmm. So, so is that what we're talking about? Do you think? Probably. And, a lot of times when you're, when they're comparing them, they're comparing kind of the, what, and I just remember this, the, they're comparing that like the, the, the YZ, for instance, they're comparing the YZ 450 to a KTM XC. 
And now you have, of course, the Yamaha YZ450FX, which would be a direct comparison to the KTM 450XCF. So I, I think that if you know what you're, um, if you know what you want, like what type of bike you want, when we're talking about a, a nine thousand dollar, ten thousand dollar, eleven thousand dollar, now they're getting up to twelve and thirteen. And I, and I know the KTM's are going for a premium these days. Mm-hmm. There, there's a, there's a, there's an added. You know, it seems like it seems like the dealers are getting a little bit above markup. I don't know what they. I saw it in a truck sticker the other day. It was called a convenience, a convenience fee or or a market adjustment. Convenience. Con- convenience fee. And so they just tack this on top. It's like, hey, this is worth this much more. Uh, the price is the price. That's what I always say. And I don't think. And so read the question back one more time because I've gone off the rails. But do I think it's they're worth? Are KTM bikes worth the extra cost compared to the Japanese bikes for a weekend warrior rider? I don't think I don't think there's an extra cost. I I really I mean I understand I understand it, but it it, it to, to whether you're a weekend rider and you're looking at a Japanese bike versus a KTM. I mean at that point I don't think it I don't think it it matters. As long as you're getting the right bike and, and and then you just decide what the price is. And now with the way things are going, you know, dealers asking more for it. I don't I think it's kind of a moot point. I think they're all they're all worth what they're selling for. If that's a is that is that, you know, and, and if and if you think they're selling for too much, go into the used market <laughs> and then you can you can get yourself a, a, a decent, a decent good deal. Um on a bike, but I don't, I don't think the KTMs are that much more expensive. I haven't, I mean, maybe I'm just out outside of the room. I know I'm paying a, a premium for them, buying them used because <laughs> I, I scratch them up as quickly as the next guy and I don't need another new motorcycle. So well, they're all the same. My, my point to that question would be, what's the bike you recommend to anyone without knowing anything about them? KTM 500. There EXC. we go. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know anything that, about you. I just I just say that. This show is brought to you by Yamaha. <laughs> Experience performance and exhilarating power with the full line of Yamaha YZ two-stroke bikes. Visit yamahamotorsports.com to explore what's new in 2022. The revised YZ125 makes for the perfect step-up machine, featuring an all-new engine, revised six-speed transmission, new brakes, suspension settings, improved rider ergonomics with new aggressive styling and more. The YZ250 also delivers improved rider ergonomics, new front and rear brakes, updated suspension settings, and aggressive styling. For a truly race-inspired look, check out the YZ250 and YZ125 Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Editions. And for the next generation of riders, YZ65, YZ85, and YZ85LW deliver big bike specs in a smaller package. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to find your Yamaha YZ and entry the victory zone today. So, yeah, you could just get a YZ125. Mm-hmm. That'd be the best. Which is Trevor going to bring that one here? Just asking for a friend. <laughs> My friend, Matt, uh, you get that crankshaft back here. Right. And then I put it into the YZ250FX motor that Trevor needs. Yeah. And uh, we'll just taunt him. Right. And there's no way that he's taking that without the... Uh, without bringing the 125. Well, bringing the 125 and right. leaving it here. 
Next question. Finn825. Is the Kinder Parker DT still your go-to tire set for Western conditions? Heather, how big was the roost coming off the Hooseberg today? Hey, I got hit in the face. Did you? No. Oh, it, it was pretty massive. It, <laughs> it that, was that, that, that was we a can, that, chocolate lines. Chocolate lines. That was the Kenda Parker DT actually in wet and loamy sand wash conditions, which um, some people would say is out of that tire's uh, zone, but f that is such a good tire. Yes, I, I, I like them specifically. For their braking performance, I think they're some of the best tires under the brakes. Run in the intermediate direction only, by the way. Do not run them in the hard direction. Yes, that's a great tire. I still love them. A vouch for them. Hey, uh, and who, who, can you re what, that? The, the which direction to send them? Intermediate direction, not the hard direction. Oh, wait. No, no, no. No, 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 okay, no. I was, okay, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Logan, thank you. You've been going for two years, almost two years on. Oh. Always go hard direction. No, always hard. Logan, Logan has been longer than two years. He's been going oh, on about yeah. this. At least on this show, it's almost two years. And it's... Give me a drink. <laughs> I'm just, my hall boy yeah. just died. Yeah, time, so. time for yeah. Thank you. That's a good catch. No hard direction. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking because 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 the because the, the conditions today would you would think oh, I need to be running intermediate, but no hard direction. What's mm -hmm. what's the guy's name? He stumped the professor right there. He he made me make a Finn. mistake. Finn, send send an email to Jimmy at Dirt Bike Test tomorrow and tell me you, you set this question. I'm going to give you a, a special gift. You'll be stoked. You will be really stoked. So Chris real, Chris real. Yeah. The real Chris real. Mm -hmm. Okay. With the e-motorcycles, you can hear when you are pushing the tires to the frictional traction limit on pavement. Very cool. When you can move your weight to get more bite. Yes. Um, you can actually hear this on, on hard pack as well. Mm -hmm. You can hear it. And, and the other thing you hear is you actually hear, you know, you can hear the, the tires start scraping, you know, like sc scratching when it's, when it starts losing traction in, in lower traction situations. And you also hear that even in, even in, uh, in loamy conditions, you hear the chain start slapping, like, like when the tire starts, you know, mm -hmm. breaking and you start hearing the chain, chain slap. So it's, you, it's a whole different experience. You hear the brakes, you hear the brakes humming, like, uh, like, like, zzz, it's almost like the, the same when it accelerates, yeah. but you hear the brakes, you know, the front brake, especially working on an electric bike. It's cool. George says, I think people compare a DRZ 400 MSRP at 4,000, I mean, 7,500 to a KTM 350 XC F at $10,100. Now that's a difference in performance that, that is that. So the difference between 7,500 and 10,000, let's just say that's how expensive it is to get that much less weight, that much better suspension and that much higher performance power. I'll call it. I'm not going to say more because I think they're probably pretty close on power. I'm sure the KTM puts out a little bit more peak, but the DRZ probably has a little bit more torquey feel. But you, you just start looking at that's that's that three thousand dollars. Let's say um, it's more than that. By the way, it's probably about four forty forty five. That I'd say you're you're looking at four thousand dollars worth of performance there when you when you 
factor in those prices. Just stock for stock, bikes rolling off the showroom for. If you took a DRZ and tried to make it into a KTM 350, you would spend $7,000 to make the bikes comparable. Yeah. It, I mean, and this is, this is, and, and it still wouldn't be as light. That's the thing. But yeah. Take that. <laughs> John Jackson says, rally question, not a race question. With Dakar mm. now being part of the FIM Rally Raid World Championship, will more riders do the whole series? Does adding Dakar give the championships more prestige? Uh, I don't know if Dakar is actually... I, I haven't done research on this, but... I kind of don't think that Dakar is actually part of the the series. I think the Dakar is part of the FI. It's an FIM championship or it's FIM race. It always has been. But is it? Maybe he can clarify this to me. But I don't think it's part of the world championship. Something tells me it's not. But in reality, it's going to make it so that there'll be certain brands that want to make sure that they have a rider that competes in the whole series so they can say they won the world championship. But in reality... It's like the Tour de France. Who won any other bicycle race but the Tour de France? Do you know? It's the Dakar is the is the rally currently. And until until the world shapes up, uh, <laughs> until the world shapes up, it's going to be difficult to have these world championship races. It's it's tough to travel and things. So what I found, it's not, but it was Wikipedia. And mm -hmm. it, it hasn't been. And I, I know they were trying to make it that, but. It says they, in, 20, they, in 2022, the Dakar Rally will be held as the opening round of the inaugural FIM World Rally Championship. The inaugural World Championship. Yeah. I, I thought it's been a world championship for a lot of years. So we're getting a lot of different uh, information here. You know what? I don't care. <laughs> I just want to see one of the Americans win. Dakar.com. ASO announced as the first ever FIM World Rally Raid Championship for voters. Okay, so from Dakar.com. Okay, well we'll work on that later. Um, this isn't. This is where you, this is that thirty percent of facts that get completely screwed up, Logan. Yeah, the part where Google comes in. Google, we have to rely on Google. Thirty seconds of googling. So and we've got it figured out. I, why are they asking me then? Do I look like Google? What if I go <laughs> like this? Would I be like Google? <laughs> I think you get a couple more ratings. Oh, really? Okay, hold you on. You sure you didn't have a tequila shot before this? No, I did. I for sure did. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, that explains it. Next. <laughs> Still trying to get through my lunch or dinner or whatever it is I'm trying to eat. Hey, we, we have we have an opening the box segment tonight. Yeah, we do. Yep. We, we're, we're Stay tuned for Rooster Endo. It's going to come up after the commercial break. Um, we'll bring Heather on to help help with that one she's not excited and uh i think uh other than that go go ahead next tyrone is my name says <laughs> would it be blasphemy to convert a hoosberg 570 to a snow bike no that that is potentially i mean all you need in a snow bike is massive excessive power and so, yeah, that that would not be blasphemy because the good thing about a snow bike is you just disconnect the the snow bike stuff and put your swing arm back on, and then you got a dirt bike again. It's a it takes a little while, but it's not not blasphemy unless you blow it up. But if you do blow it up, just call me because I'll buy it real cheap. Actually, 
somebody had a question on one of the forums that that on, on I think it was on on the EXE it was XAF performance talk. This guy posted up, and I just happened to be on the on the um, World Wide Web's at that time. And you know, since it said Husaberg five seventy, like my my feelers are up, the radars, and uh, he he had a, he was having a problem with like intermittent stalling. Basically, he said anytime you pulled the clutch in, or not anytime, but just randomly when he pulled the clutch in and stopped, it would just stall. And his question said, what would cause this? And he said, just FYI, he recently had it rebuilt and he had his TPS uh, um, adjusted. And so when somebody lists out their question, they take the time to say a couple things like this. Okay, it's rebuilt. That means the motor should be fresh. Everything's good. It's not low compression piston or tight valves or anything weird like that. Okay, TPS is adjusted. I'm going with the fact that his it is not a TPS problem. But if you just if you left that out, I would say, hey, check your t- your throttle position sensor, especially on that bike, because they're they're it's not too hard to knock it when you're putting the gas tank on. Which this is the, the, well, actually, what was the first response I told the guy? Um, this is a horrible motorcycle, possibly the worst bike ever built. Um, sell it to me first. And I said, secondly, if you ever have to work on it, which is what he was going to plan to do, see suggestion number one above. I, got the, I go, but then uh, it's, it, you know, it, if you're if it's not the TPS, which he said it's not, and I, I kind of think it is, but he said it's not, ch- you know, is your throttle cable kind of, is something pinching the throttle cable that maybe so that that the throttle cable was holding the slide slightly open when it was pinched, but then when it kind of closed down. So that could have been an issue. Uh, and then I said that the other thing was a ignition pulse sensor. That's the little, so there's the main coil and there's the ignition pulse coil that's on the outside of the flywheel that picks up, you know, it, it, it it's the thing that gets the electrical signal. It tells the bike when to spark. I've had those go bad on the Husaberg. And so I suggested that as the uh, as the thing, if it's not the TPS, which or the pinch throttle cables. I don't know how I know this stuff. I would say experience. Or he should just sell me the bike and then I'll figure out what the problem is. And I had two other people call me and try to sell me their 570s within the hour. <laughs> okay. Eric Matson. Jimmy. I, I know this guy, Eric Matson. So there, so Eric Matson used to be in VCMC. I think he, I think he beat me out for the um, one of the enduro championships one year in District Thirty Seven. But we, um, uh, we used to have these tryouts for this. We wanted to win the Takati Team Enduro, the Enduro Team Challenge, and it, I didn't care how I finished overall. I just wanted to win that team trophy. I don't know why this was a big deal. And it was mostly because we just have a lot of fun having these ridiculous, stupid trail rides that you were trying out for our our team. And Eric got on the team, and then he had a bad day at Takati. And I mean, like, he had a really bad day, and I'll never let him live that bad day down because he cost us, like, the team, the team trophy. And after all the training and preparation that we did, which we didn't do any of it, um, we just went on a lot of really good trail rides. Uh, we got beat by like, I don't know, it was like the the High Sierra MC or Los Altos Dirt Bikers or one of those clubs from Northern California. And I, Herrick. Mm, okay, go ahead. What's the question? I thought we didn't talk about racing. No, but it involves me. Oh, right, right. I forgot about that rule. 
Yeah. Jimmy, right. what do you think of plastic skid plates or are aluminum plates better for a 2017 Sierra 450R? It doesn't, it doesn't matter the bike. Uh, my question is kind of universal on this. If you're going to smash the crap out of your frame rails, and I mean, just if you're just going to bash into stuff and, and, you know, mob through rocks, for the most part, the really sturdy aluminum plates will help the frame rails quite a bit more. Um, there, there are some, some of the ones like the TM Design Works and uh, Acherby's make some pretty good skid plates now that are that are pretty beefy that do a really good job of of um, you know protecting the side covers and the water pumps and things like this, like the aluminum ones do. But if you're just gonna just smash rocks onto the frame rails, uh, they'll the the plastic ones will still take some of the some of the damage, but not not like a super thick aluminum. That being said, the aluminum ones don't slide over things like that because when you smash them like that, they hook up. They grip on the rocks or, you know, whatever. They don't they don't slide as well. Um, though the plastic ones tend to, to slide a little bit. So if it, it kind of depends on really how 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 much you're gonna smash it and how protective the skid plate are. There's some really janky aluminum ones that are just, you know, somebody folded some thin sheet and aluminum and kind of welded it together. You can tell by the price. Um, some of the ones that are a little more formed, like the Enduro Engineering aluminum skid plates are actually pretty nice. Uh some of the some of the ones that are from some of the companies uh, that are a little bit more motocross focused skid plates sometimes are called glide plates. Maybe not the best for protection, um, but I tend to run plastic ones myself. Mm-hmm. So so I I don't like the extra noise, and especially if the aluminum plate bolts into fix things on the frame it can affect the way that the bike handles and what bike was that for sierra 450 r 2017 2017 i would be very very leery of bolting on an aluminum skid plate especially to that particular bike Uh, it will have handling effects let's put it that way good or bad that's up for you to decide but um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to stiffen that chassis, especially. I know Eric; he's an off-road rider. Um, I wouldn't want to stiffen up that chassis at all. We were we were drilling holes in the engine mounts on that bike and running less torque on the uh, swing arm pivot, and just to get it to to perform better off-road. So I wouldn't want to stiffen it up with the skid plate. So did I go overboard in that answer? Um. Uh, yeah. I should have just told him just bolt it on. That guy cost us our team trophy. <laughs> I'd have one more trophy at that other house. I'd have one more of those nice Baja Mexico yep. looking trophy things on there. <sighs> that was team shit, by the way. That was that was our name. <laughs> George says the four thousand dollars you save buying a DRZ won't feel oh, so. Oh look great. at look at Dave Dave Wood right there throwing it up there. That yep. is that is come on, man. You're just rubbing it in. <laughs> High CRMC, I was right. I know because I because like last I think last time I thought maybe he was in the Los Altos dirt bikers or something, but um yeah, that that was that was also mean to Dave. But those guys they used to they put a they put a strong th- those guys like up in that group right there, up mm-hmm. in uh from Northern California, those guys were that was a strong guy, strong group. The four thousand dollars you save buying a DRZ won't feel so great in your pocket the third time you have to pick it up. 
that DRZ on the trail road ride? $4,000 always feels good in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Next. Rick Liberson. Adding studs to a set of tires for winter riding. Costs. Is it worth the money or in time? Ooh. Um, I have a couple questions back to Rick. Um, are you actually buying a tire that's like a pre-studded tire or are you actually buying the tire studs and putting them in? Because I think you want to buy a tire that has the, that has the um, holes kind of pre-drilled in, but I'll tell you the, the poor person way to do this. And I've done this before and it really depends. Are you just going to be riding on like, you know, good crusty icy snow without rocks because the, the, the studs tend to get torn, torn out. You can go to the, um, go to the hardware store and buy a little box of very short depth um, sheet metal screws with little eight millimeter heads on there. You can just zip, zip, zip and zip those suckers right in there. Um, so that's a, I've done that before. And actually I, I, I actually used to carry around a little teeny tiny, a little electric uh, drill and a little pack of those screws and, when we get to the icy part of the trail, I just stick one in every other knob and just idle right up. And everybody else is just spinning their guts out. And they're like, what happened? I'm like, yeah, you guys need throttle control. <laughs> well, from what I saw uh, in at the shop in the in Alaska, the, the screws, no matter what they were, like screws or the actual studs, they're the ones that you had to put in yourself. They would get ripped out after every ride. Like yes. You always have to replace them. Yeah. And uh, that's why I say if you're going to if you're going to be riding where the conditions are good for it, uh, buy a, a stud, you know, a full, a real studded tire where the studs are actually molded into the uh, into the tire. I think Trailberg makes um, really good studded studded tires. Right. George says, get that woman out of the peanut gallery and on the show. <laughs> oh, OK. Uh, yeah, I she'll think. probably she'll probably make the show. She might have to come in after the uh, commercial break. After the commercial break. We should, should be going on. Right now? Uh, one more. Yeah. Uh, oh, one oh, more question, no. and then we'll go on the commercial break. No, I think we're good. Oh, you sure we're good? I don't think we're good at all. I'm thinking well, that... Well, it, it is your show, so that would kind of explain why you don't think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering why Logan isn't over there learning how to push those two buttons. <laughs> I know how to watch a green box. Watch a green box? Yeah. What's that? That's what Matt does. He watches a green box. Pretty much. Is that wait? That's, what's, what's green? The little green box in the corner. You said if this. Oh goes yeah, red, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, making sure that the bit rates are are streaming okay. Right. Because mm -hmm. you don't want the bits to be out of out of sorts. Right. I, if it turns I, red. It's bad. That's all I know. This is all very technical terms, by the way. I got this. I got oh, my boy. um my soundboard thing. Oh boy. <laughs> See, I got this. Uh, I got this thing. I don't even know what. Don't don't worry, guys. I'll fix this in post. <laughs> yeah, it was it was. I had had it say some funny things because I was gonna be. I was gonna come on. You are a huge nerd. See, that was for you, Matt. <laughs> okay, okay, let's I go, accept it. Let's go do a um, uh, the commercial break thing, and we'll be back with Rooster Endo. Okay. What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually 24-7 tech support via email or text. And it's like having a dirt bike doctor 
on call every day of the year, helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you. If you've ever received an order from us, you know that the Taco Touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had, uh, buying parts from anybody before and a handful of root beer barrel candies. Um, all of our Taco Moto Co. branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty and we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM and aftermarket parts where we can, sometimes for life. We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested, and ridden, and raced, and knows meets uh, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some adventure. One. And we are back live from Pahrump. This is your, this is the best motorcycle podcast slash show that you can watch right now on Tuesday night, as far as I know. Are there other Tuesday night motorcycle shows? No, we're the only ones. Okay, good. Uh, we are the only well, ones. Well, we're, we're, the, we're, the, we're the only one that matters on Tuesdays. Good. And this is the segment that everybody shows up for. This is called Rooster Endo. We never, we never knew it would be this awesome. Um, this is the segment where, uh, by the way, welcome to the show, Heather Lewis. Hello. Heather is the, um, the myth- mythical person <laughs> that uh, I like to call my wife. <laughs> she is a rider. Where's your trophies? It's over there. Uh, she brought trophies just to prove to everybody that she rides motorcycles. Oh. <laughs> I used to race a long, long time ago. Yeah, she she, she has a trophy. Yeah, I have one. I have about four or five. Four or five trophies? trophies. Are those only first more. place ones? These are first place woman, women's novice. I was a novice rider in 1990, and it's the Desert Vipers MC. Yeah, turn it around. So show, show, the, show, the, show the camera. Yeah. Uh, you need Maybe to have... A little closer to the... Because there you go. That's better than what Logan's brought to the damn show. That's that one. Where's your trophies at? And then my wall. On your wall. Yeah. You don't want to bring them in here and show them off like Heather is right no, now. I was up. I was at my parents' house this weekend for Christmas, and that's where I got these. They said, "Take these my damn dad, things. Yeah, Take these my dad's damn like, things." I have this box of stuff. Can I give it to you? And I'm like, sure. So I was looking through this stuff, and I have my cheerleader trophy. I have this. Yeah. And my um. A tough enough enduro, not so tough enough in UAE enduro, and I um, burned one check. Hey Heather, can you uh, talk a little closer? Sorry, to the mic? I like Sorry. to spit in the. Yeah, oh, spit just, on the just, just, Yeah, I know. I tell everyone just gotta gargle, gargle it like it's gr- like you're on grinder. I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, you're not. <laughs> well, no, on you, just gotta, you just gotta be close to it. Is is what I'm. I I'm hope you're not on grinder. Yeah. You haven't been messaging me on grinder, have you? No. Okay, good. Just. Just Otis. Otis. <laughs> <laughs> Otis is my boyfriend when I'm not with Jimmy. jeez. Uh, <laughs> wrong show, Heather. Wrong show. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to have Heather help us with the uh, roosterendo a little bit. So the way this works is um, Logan uh, tells us whose bike it is, and then he starts telling us uh, stuff about the bike, and then and then he shows me the picture, and the picture goes out over the interwebs. And uh, give it to me there. It's Cody Sadler. Cody Sadler's bike. What's her, tell me about it. Uh, waiting for Matt. Oh. So it's a 2020 Husky TX300i. Set up for Desert Racing Seat Concept Seat 
WP spring conversion set up by DT Racing, FMF Gnarly, FMF Turbine Core. He's got a number three on it. Think he's an Eli Tomac fan? Oh. You want to look at that, Heather? You can start looking at that bike. A Cherby's plastic and tank, modified machine works, dry brake cap, steg pegs, Kenda tires, SRT mooses, Amy grips, SX, S handguards, E-line pipe guard, BPD radiator guards and shark fin, ARC levers. Okay, I'm 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 disappointed with the lighting in that photo, Heather. Yeah, it's a little backlit. It's like too backlit. He didn't expose for the bike. That's okay. Right. Yeah, there's there's really I, I was looking for a little more mood, and I'm I'm noticing some 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 dust in the front, and then the background, the foreground is like a little bit kind of too much in focus. You should have blown that out a little bit, don't you think? It's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's a, it's okay. It'll live. Come on, when are you gonna say it's just a photo of a dirt bike? Who cares? <laughs> it, it is a photo. It's not orange. <laughs> blue, Heather. It's blue. Blue. Wait, uh, no, no, no. Wait, it's, it's, I know. Okay, I think the motorcycles come in. How many colors? Blue, Six, orange, oh. green, yellow, red, white. Yeah. There's no pink. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I, hey, I raced a pink YZ125. I know. I'm blowing up the... Um, the internet? Yeah. With, with your with awesome comments? Girl. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I like the can of tires. What kind of can of tires? He doesn't tell? Nope. He wasn't very descriptive on his th stuff. He did. He did put seat concept seat in. In I'm not sure why Trying he put to that it. because it, on the it, other board everybody was getting yeah really right. High with yeah. Well, well stay, stay, stay tuned. Pegs, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're, we're still. It, it might. You might get a bump pegs. again. Whoa. I don't know about that. Well, I, maybe you know, he rides uphill a lot. <laughs> <laughs> or and, really and fast. He, he needs. Hang on. Maybe his bike is so fast that it causes him to get knocked off the motorcycle backwards. Or maybe he's old. Oh. Old. Oh, so are steak pegs for old people? Okay, I don't know. That's so, what this guy so, says. Oh. So, so, oh, he says uh, Joe Schmo. Yeah, he says. Well, wait a minute. But what's this guy's name? This guy's Corey Sadler. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not liking the light in the photo right now. So it's just gonna kind of, it's going on the endo zone. It's super biased here. Super. Bi there's no bias here. The, I'm, I got a really good photographer in the house and I want to kind of impress her that I know something about photos. Okay. So just zip it. Okay. Uh, Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo. That's Two, a good name. 2014 KTM 200 XCW. Ooh. Set up for Woods and Hard Enduro. FMF Gnarly and Q Stealth Exhaust. I like, I like. Front and rear. Tubeless. I like the Stealth. Kenda IBX rear. Ibex, that's for extreme enduro. Kenda's good. Psycho handguards, EE skid plate and radiator guards, rear swing arm guards, front and rear tugger grabs straps. Tuggers are good. Steg pegs because I'm old. Oh, wait a minute now. Now we're now I'm understanding the steg pegs. Yeah, I'm. Am I old enough for steg pegs, Logan? Not like skill old. Not skill old. Yeah. Because, but but if 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 I get weak, should I start getting steg pegs to hold me on the or motorcycle? Or if your form's no. out of whack. If my form's out of whack, maybe I need more <laughs> throttle control. Maybe I need to anticipate what I'm doing with that right wrist. Yeah, yeah. Lean forward a little bit. Front pack and tool snacks and first aid. Polysport case guard, rear ra rotor guard, and no front, but no front rotor guard because <laughs> Jimmy hates them. <laughs> 
favorite mod is black plastics because all my buddies ride orange or blue. Bonus points for my. Does he ride with girls? Having. Because I mean, orange or blue. He, I mean, like I if he, know. he should have said all of his buddies, uh, you know, ride KTM's and Yamahas. But mm-hmm. he's maybe you know he rides. I like everything about this bike. I'm not going to kid. I was going to say the same. I like the dark black plastic. I, I like the he, hey, the the, the, the dents only, in the pipe, which means that he he rides. <laughs> he rides like you. Yeah. His bike tends to fall over, falls on, over. Falls over on rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Here, put that up in the roost category. I like it. The only thing that thing is missing is a Trail Tech fan and uh, Trail Tech uh, kickstand. Those are two things. Wasn't Trail Tech a sponsor of the show? Yeah, they are. We didn't yeah. talk about them. Maybe in the next board meeting, we'll, we'll teach you we'll, what all we'll, of your sponsors are. Yeah, we'll teach. They're, they're sponsors of everybody at the show. Hey, support. Literally, support the companies that support this show because um, that's how that's how we're here. That's how we're brought we're brought to you by. Well, this and segment is brought to you by Taco Moto. There, it is, and somebody is going to walk away with a hundred dollar Taco Moto gift certificate to make their bike more awesome. And right Taco now, Moto Co. Yeah. Jeremy Geddes. Jeremy Geddes. 2022 KTM 500 with all Toco Moto and Moto Minded Lighting and Tail. Ordered some orange plastic, orange bling for... Matt, blow that thing up. Is that thing, is that a shark? Yeah. yeah. Graphics? It's like the, uh, you know, the, the old oh, World War II fighter cool. planes? Yeah. That's what that is. I like that. I actually oh, really, cool. I really do. That's the only thing I care about on that bike right now. This kind of looks like a Chris... Um, like Rottweiler. Like Rottweiler. Would yeah, have like he made this bike or something. It's like Sano. Oh no, it's it's no, not it's not it's not Rottweiler. It's not Santa. Rottweiler, yeah. It's very he, true. He, but it, 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 it's this clean. guy it's this guy clean. that's a clean graphic package. Like who what and the bike keep going. Get down too. to where the graphics are. Okay. From Takamoto. Next is D smog and uncorked with ECU. Save me some money. Also have new tank and orange. Get going on next week. He doesn't talk anything about the graphics. No. Nope. Endo. Well, Aww. dude, that's the best part of this bike, and he didn't even talk about it. Well, this isn't the first one with shark stuff. Oh, we have a shark theme this week. No, not this week, but before. No, there, in, been, in general. Yeah. But that that has the best color scheme. This is the best. The this is the yeah. best looking shark graphic I've seen. I want to know who makes that. I. Dude, if my my Husaberg had that on it, like it'd be you the be making waves. You call it the berm shark? It'd just be <laughs> the, the gnarliest, shark. the gnarliest berm shark ever. Okay, and come back at us with it. We'll 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 readjust the position on this if if we can find out where those graphics. If you design those, because I haven't seen those any place before. Not that I look for graphics a lot, because I don't really care what my bike looks like when I ride it. You have to look at it, not me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. My bike resembles that also. What? The, you look at it, not me. Do you throw it on the rocks all the time? I don't throw it there. I don't purposely land there, but it happens. It happens. Okay. Yeah. Because dad hasn't bought you new graphics. He says those are a waste of his money. I also don't ask for them. Okay. That's good. Some kids, that's all they want is graphics. They're just like, they're all about the looks. Okay. Next bike. Kyle... Cling Hammer. Wait. Best, best Clink name. Hammer. Yeah. Cl- best Cl- name, by the way. Mm-hmm. Clink Hammer. Yeah. Kyle Clink Hammer. That's a good name, I guess. Is a clink a good thing? I don't know. It's just Clink Hammer. I don't know. That just sounds cool to me. Yeah. Like Mr. Clink Hammer. 
2017 yeah. FE 501. Mods include that's a, a... That's a white one. Yeah, white and yellow and blue. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty, okay. FMF 4.1 and vor- Vortex ECU with map switch. Baja Designs XL80, Fastway Linkage, Motominded Dash, Seat Concepts for Comfort, Xtrig for Easy Preload Adjustment, Scott's Dampener paired with a BRP mount, a mixture of sick-ass parts for cleanness and a cherry fuel tank along with a cherry protection parts always a pleasure to scoot down the trail on and find wicked views uh, that this is another very well it's an example of a very well set up bike what, there's what's going on with the rear tire that's that. it's like a fat tire Ooh. it's like okay he doesn't he doesn't venture too far he, off onto the single tracks and so I think he's going for a lot of miles. It's a good catch, Heather. I'm, you know, being the the qualified motorcycles uh, safety um, US, USMCA certified uh, instructor that you are. You 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 pointed out a, something that could be dangerous because like you get that thing in a skid. That guy needs some candles. And the front tire too is rounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, a super dual sporty, heavy on yeah. the street side of dual sport. Um, how many miles do you think you get out of that tire? Like that's a that's a six thousand mile tire. Yeah, that's a pretty beefy tire. What kind of what kind of foot pegs do you say he has? I don't know. They, they they're look blue. Like IMS blingy. Or... They're blue, I think. Yeah, they're sick blue. ass maybe. Sick ass no sick ass foot peg no. I don't know. He didn't he didn't he didn't announce what kind of foot pegs he had. No. no. Well, I was gonna say I like everything about this bike <laughs> except the tires right now. <laughs> Oh, clean camera, man. You're so close. But you know what? You can't. He's dual sporting. At least he's out there. No, I I know. I agree he's out there. You know, it's like, it's his own safety. Okay. The bike itself looks good. And, you know, and the tires, yeah, they're rounded. That's, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're round tires. He probably does more street than he does dirt. So maybe he's like ripping up a good um, paved road to get to this nice view. Yeah. He has a linkage guard on it. Mm Mm-hmm. And those tires. That's so when he goes over the logs. With those tires? <laughs> I'm having it. it. This is this is like a contrast. Yeah. It's like this is we're we're really I'm struggling. I'm really I'm 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 a. Is it middle of the road? I think middle of the road. Middle of the that is it's roost or endo, not middle of the road. Actually, on the, you know what well, this that is this middle is middle of the road because he's got the road got tires, the road on, tires it. on it. Yeah, you get a middle of the road thing which is heavy on the heavy on the endo side if you're asking me <laughs> yeah we're harsh tonight <laughs> well it's unlike usually i'm just over there just tossing them up onto the roost side oh they all roost it's everything's so good i'm not a millennial tonight i don't care how you feel give me the next one all right boomer cody <laughs> hey it's another it's another Gluten. white one heather oh cool it's, just, they're white KTMs, I used to call them, but now I can yeah. say Husky because yeah. we made you up. You know, I love Husky was my one of my very first bikes I ever rode. Husky 250. I was 14 years old. And if I you if you didn't if you didn't if you didn't have a Husky 250, I probably wouldn't have talked to you. I know. Yeah, that's that's how that's you know it's how much you know it's like the the, the, the the it was a pivotal bike in our relationship. <laughs> I looked at her and I said, little girl. Left hand kickstart. Yeah. <laughs> I had to use a milk crate to start it because it was so tall. 
I looked at her and I said, tell your dad to buy a smaller motorcycle. <laughs> that's, that's one of the first things I said to her. <laughs> it was a hand-me-down. That was right after I said, you know, a few years earlier, here, little girl, want some stickers? This is, hey, if, if you're looking for ways to pick up on girls out and, you know, at the motorcycle races, take it from old Jimmy here. You got that, Logan? Did you yeah. use those lines on your chicks yet? No, not yet. Just <laughs> learning them. I was trying to help Logan out the other day because um, another friend of ours is uh, coming, came into town and he was, um, I guess his, uh, his, his, I think it's his girlfriend is coming in and she's, she's, you know, he's an older dude like me and he's, she's bringing her, her daughter, 17 year old daughter. And uh, they were kind of, they were kind of poking around. They're like, you know, wondering, is like, do you know any other teenagers or something in town? So so it wasn't really through me. It was kind of through another friend of ours. And, and so, you know, we brought up, yeah, we know some teenagers, you know, Logan. And so evidently Janie reached out to you, didn't she? Yep. Bartender Janie reached out to you and said, Hey, Logan, a, a friend of ours has a 17 year old daughter, you know, just want you know, to see if you want to hang out or something like that. It's not like you're getting married. It's not like we're in a country where we're arranging a marriage. It was just like, <laughs> you want to hang out and you ghosted Janie. You didn't get back to her on I'm this. the last one I did because oh. I didn't know anybody. You didn't know anybody. Oh. You can't hang out with a 17-year-old chick. So what What? What did I suggest you sent? What, what, you, <laughs> what did I suggest you should have sent back? Uh, let's pull up this the word for word. Oh, no. Word for word what this is. <laughs> oh, <we're laughs> this is, like I said, you know, hey, little girl, you want some stickers? Tell your dad to buy you a new motorcycle. And what's the third best pickup line for young motorcycle riding dudes? Wrong. Okay. He says, where'd he go? I'll tell you what I said. I didn't remember. See, I thought we were supposed to still uh, be talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got, he wants to read it because he doesn't want to get it wrong. Oh, it's with. Okay. There. It's Yeah. I sent okay. it to your dad too, by the way. So it says. Logan, I hate to pry into your social life, but why did you not respond with, can you send nudes? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you got to the bottom of the line, too. <laughs> nah, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, like, you know, just, hey, there's a 17-year-old girl, you know, I want to hang out. And like, you should say, can you send nudes? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's underage. He can say it and, you know, whatever. So, Okay. Yeah, I, I think our legal department is going to recommend not to uh, not to send that. We're going to have that discussion at the board meeting too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay, let's get back to this damn motorcycle. I know about motorcycles. He just purchased it. It's twenty one five hundred one. How did it get an FMF pipe and muffler if you just purchased it? Probably was told to get it. Oh, okay. Tacomoto.co. Full. Titanium FMF with 4.1. Full titanium. Yeah. Hey, what was the name on this one again? Cody Bulletin. Okay. Bulletin. Bo wait. Bulletin. Cody Bolton. But Butlin. No two T's, but. Oh. Bootlin. Bootlin. No two O's. Boot. But. B U T. Bootlin. L I N. But. Butlin. 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 Vortex computer just installed Cyclops headlight, LED turns, signal indicator, Takamoto rear delete, LED rear lights, brake light rapid flasher, Scott Dampener 
installed this weekend. On order is a Supermoto setup, all black everything, including kickstands, sliders, and wheels. Man, this thing is eating up my wall. <laughs> it sounds like he's begging for a $100 gift certificate. A little bit. Is that the last one? Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. I thought we had. A, I thought we had a lot more. Matt's kind of cutting, being a little, little limiting. Well, we do five well, every week. Yeah, we do five every show. Oh, only five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless there's a radio submission, then we'll do six. Like we've done six oh, before. Okay. No, I, we got. We got. We got to pace ourselves here. I thought. I thought we got. I thought we got a ton of them. We, we got more. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know this. Okay. Just just checking. I seem like there were a lot of white ones in this sh- segment. There yeah. there was there was. Actually, I didn't see any Yamahas or Hondas. Or no, I like the Scotts damper. You do. Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a good mod. That's a really. Good I've mod. never met a Scotts damper didn't like the motorcycle it went on. Yes. And I've said that for a long time. Trevor Hunter is the only person that disagrees with me on that because he likes GPRs. But he gets them for free. And the FMF pipe is nice, but a lot of them have had FMF pipes tonight. Yeah. There's a, there's a, the there's wheels a, on the, the tires on this are better. Well, but he's getting supermoto wheels. And oh, when he, when he yeah. said that. Then, he, then he's going to make it. And then he's going to supermoto like, it. I was looking at the bike and I was kind of like, that's like this. And then he said supermoto. I went <laughs> like that. It's like a, that's a different. No, it's just not a dirt bike. Like it. It's like the this is, Jimmy. Is this a rooster moto? And I quote Logan. Yes. I don't judge from you. I don't judge, except for in rooster endo segment. Then I did them full of it. Yeah. Yeah. Full judging. Yeah. Oh so yeah. That's that's what I that's what I told you. I, is I don't this remember. Rooster endo dirt bike only. Rooster endo it seems dirt like. bikes. Yeah. Because it should be rooster endo. This We're is a cool bike. Motorcycle no matter what. podcast. It's a motorcycle podcast. Motorcycle and motorcycle related products. There we go. Mm-hmm. So these are good. Like these, these guys are putting nice stuff into their bike. They are. And no, they're. Hey, I, I don't judge. I know a tiebreaker. <laughs> oh, a tiebreaker. Okay, here we go. Has any one of these guys taken our class? Because that best modification for your bike is a better rider. Is a better rider. Right. Amazing, Heather. That's. <laughs> has anybody? Has anybody been in the class? I I can't remember anybody's name. Do you? No. Do you remember Only any other names? One person has said it in their thing, okay. and that was. I wrote it in someone's thing. You oh. you you added it. Yeah. Oh, because you remembered. No, it was him. Oh, so. it's Jimmy's bike. Oh, it was your dad's bike. Yeah, he sent one in, and I went. He did his it. bike rooster endo. Oh, very far endo. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it went ATC. Right there. Oh. The no, mom, it was the the mom the car graphics. It was the the graphics kit. Oh, the George Justice graphics. The gra- yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. It's like it's like these bikes are just like tear off just. Like this, and then on to the next one. Just show me another one. I can't wait for. Just, I, has, has anybody else submitted a Husaberg five seventy? Uh, no. But someone said a Husatard once, and that was oh, the that, didn't, oh. that didn't that didn't that. They call it a pig or something like that. No, it was a Husatard, and I, I loved it. It was I thought it was roosting. Yeah, no, it's it was it wasn't. Um, Sean Elliott says he's taking the class, and he's going to email you a picture. There we go. Which bike was his? I think he's uh, he's submitted like a 690 before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. not tonight. Well, Joe Schmo. The Joe Schmo bike I like, but he I... He has I, a lot of stuff. Like, he had... No, gra- the... The rear tugger grab straps. I mean, that's, that's that guy... 
Yeah, and his bike, his bike honestly is is a little beat up. And then, but now, now, now we're two for two. Now we've picked two KTM. Two, it was the other one a two stroke, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're picking kind of beat up KTM two stroke. So we're just going to get flooded with those. And one of these days, I'm going to pick a nice Super Sano bike like this. But we haven't decided where this thing goes. Mm-mm. We don't have anything to pin it with. Yeah. Well, can we just, we can, can we just, can there, we just, there, there should be, can we just throw it up and wherever it lands? Oh, here, I can. Yeah. I, I'm the, I, I'm a producer who's prepared. Yeah. I bought those by the way. I bought 250 yeah. pins on Amazon. I need to craft your board a little bit better. Oh, you should Sorry talk to about Logan that. about this. Cause it's a, you know what? This bike is a roost. I'm giving it a roost. Give it a roost. Yeah. We're just going to finish off on a high note. Well, the roost is up here. So you want to put no, it No, it isn't. Here. Any, any, anything. Uh, sign north of the dinosaurs is, oh, is, is roosting. Roost. So, okay. and then I, 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 I'm a really troubled right now. Cause I mean, I could get in an argument because maybe the other one that I put down here might've been better than this one. And they, those guys, they might yeah. get an argument on the thing. And, uh, and <laughs> so Dave Black, $100. Dave Black uh, says, my girlfriend calls it the Husabusa. Yeah, Husabusa. <laughs> it's like Hayabusa. Husa, yeah, like Hayabusa. It's so fast. Yeah. It's like a Hayabusa. The, 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 the black, the black one gets it. Uh, okay. Is that Joe Schmo? Joe, is that Joe Schmo? I think it was Joe Schmo that had the 200. Yeah, the 200 gets it. Yeah. yeah. The 200. Joe Schmo gets, uh, yep. gets our taco motor certificate um, this Schmo. time. Uh, I'll reach out to him. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I mean, it, that guy uses his motorcycle. He, he's got he's got a lot of good stuff on. Actually, a lot of the guys, you know, and I mean, I'm going to look right past the steg pegs because he's old. At least he made an excuse for it, right? Mm-hmm. If a pivot peg bike ever wins, <laughs> then you know I've just gone off the deep end, and then anything I say here doesn't. Then make you know any you're sense. old. Oh yeah, well no, old pivot pegs are just I don't. Know, it's, it's one of it's my product. It doesn't doesn't work for me. Yeah. I mean, some people probably think that flex bars are for for old men and they're right because i'm old and i have flex bars so let's go race i don't race anymore uh what's the next what oh we got it what do you we have unboxing oh okay we got an unboxing yeah so so the other thing because 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 logan came to me and said we can um we can make this show get eight million views if we just start unboxing like that little kid on the on the internet. Oh yeah, yeah. So Logan's gonna do his best. Do we need to say ooh and ah and oh? Well, we should pretend wow. like we're the older, smarter people. Wow! Wow! wow. Yeah! Wow! <laughs> you, you know what? So so who? Wow! Who? Uh, your 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 partner from Rebel. We're gonna take down the this yes. board now, so you can actually just you can just take it and throw it. So. Uh, Sean Elliott really did just email me, though. <laughs> he really did just email me a picture. Oh, cool. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I remember Sean. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll download it so I can share it with the chat. Yeah. So, yeah, Sean is a, a fan of the show. Sean, uh, he he was up at the Tour Tech Rally, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I had to jumpstart his bike or fix his bike or I told him his bike was horrible. I don't remember what I did. You know, I do it live in person, too, by the way. I don't I don't judge. Uh, do you open the taco? We got a Tacosaurus Rex to go up against the. Uh, so Jen Zip Richmond gave us the the, the other the one. Image. Is this some assembly required, or it's all? This is from a Gen too. Oh, oh really? Gen, there must be something with Jens and tacos. Tacosauruses. Taco. This is the most awesome thing here because what if they get in a taco fight? The t- 
Tacosaurus Rex. Tacosaurus Rex is might. So yeah. The, now unboxing, you're supposed to like show the box and talk about how the it's packaged and oh, it's really cool. And look, they do this and and they, wow, look, it says BPA free. I don't know. It un it unboxes like a hinge box, I guess. I'm more worried about. I'm looking at the the picture. It says taco. Does it say tacos not included any place on that box? Because I'm pretty pissed off right now that no tacos and no guac styled no guacamole. Taco. She no. included taco shells, but those, did, those didn't make it. They didn't make, make it. it out. Would you guys like had a little so tortilla chips on the way over? Yeah. So we'll thank you very much for the for the uh, Tacosaurus Rex. Yeah. Perfect for ice cream tacos. Ice cream tacos. tacos. Wow. Oh man, Heather, why don't Choco I have a Choco taco? Why don't I have ice cream tacos in front of me right now? Yeah. I should get the raptor next. So you're gonna put Ricky Brabeck in the back of that Tyrannosaurus re taco saurus? A Ricky Brabeck? Like little miniature miniature Ricky yeah. Brabeck? Probably little should. Little Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, uh you know what I got for, for Christmas, Heather? You what? know what you got me for Christmas? I got you a barbecue. Yeah, no, you got me a Fuck You Racing I beanie. I did. Yes, I did get you a Fuck You Racing beanie. Beanie. Super awesome. And, and I showed up. Thank you, Jer <laughs> Thank you, Thank Jerry. you, Jerry. Yeah, thank you, Jerry. Jerry does a lot of our logo graphics designs. Uh, check out uh, FuckYouRacing.com if you want to get a really cool shirt. Ricky Brabeck also has some super awesome shirts. The Americans Have Landed. Very uh, T-shirts. I shared that on uh, some of my social media platforms today. So grab those to support uh, Ricky and uh, the American effort over in Dakar, which will start on the first. A uh, good friend of mine. Um, no. Yeah. Some guy I know. Jesse Ziegler. Jesse Ziegler. His and, show is actually really good. Quinn Cody. Quinn. No, it's not. It's, do, not. it's not even close. Job. It's not even close to the awesomeness. I listen to it on my way to work. <sighs> it's not as good as. Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, but I'm just, you know, because I like to help the little guys out. They do uh, a podcast about the Dakar, which will start in a few days. Do they have their first they episode up? their first their, episode, yes. Their preview episode preview up? Episode. So if you're a Dakar fan, you want to get a kind of a breakdown on what happens every day. They literally get up super early in the morning. Uh, they nearly get divorced uh, every morning from their wives, evidently. I don't know how that works because my wife lets me do... Uh, pretty awesome stuff all the time, but they they kind of break down what happened on the day's stage and give you the results, and they have cool interviews. And they're even going to talk to me. They said they're going to let me come on their show. I'll just promote. They did like, last year too. I'm going to promote like hell. I'm going to talk about all the stuff that I do. Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. I'm just going to keep saying it. Right, Logan. What do you? Yes. What do you got? You got? Yeah. See, so you get confused on your phone. Uh, I saw. Matt start dying laughing and then George post something. So uh, yeah, well, Logan did, should not. Did your girl? That. Did your girlfriends? Did your girlfriend start texting you again? Or you don't have a girlfriend? No, currently uh, not having a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Just remember, send nudes. That that, that just it, it takes all the. Don't do it, it Jimmy says. Takes, not do it, it, it'll Jimmy says. It'll take Please all don't. the. It'll take it'll take all the mystery away. There, and then all of a sudden you just know what you're you getting are into. So wrong. That's what I do when somebody tries to sell me a motorcycle. I say, "Say, send me some nudes of it because I want to know. I want to know what I'm." You want to know into. what the bike looks like stripped down? Yeah, I want. Well, he, he is a retired stripper. That's right. I'm a retired yeah. stripper. Yeah, yeah stripped down. Right. I don't want to know how many down. nudes you've had to send. Yeah, all the grinders and grinders bumbles and bumbles. What is grinder? Dating app. 
Uh, it's a secret. Secret. Yeah. Secret. Secret. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I want to move on. Bill Hall has a question. Yeah. So he says. I know what he says. You know how I know? Because I printed it out on paper. You kids should try to kill a few trees and did, use some toxic chemicals embedded into this pulp that used to be a tree. But did you know what was super funny that George said? No, I could look over my shoulder and see it on the TV screen <laughs> yeah. if I wanted to. Didn't get that from the pulp. Oh, yeah. I just Googled taco sore ass Rex <laughs> to the post link, but you don't want to see the search results. <laughs> yeah. That showed nudes. Taco sore ass? Yeah. Yeah. And now it's just it's just pictures of Jimmy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know... I'm sure that, you know, since now we're in this millions of years, there's somebody out there right now that's that's like doing some Photoshop work and they're they're pasting my head on this and they're having a taco coming out of its, you know, whatever. Oh, we, yeah. we have the technology to do this. I could do yeah. this. In you don't minutes. have time. You've got it. You've got to work on the the Jimmy Lewis uh, off dot com. Online school. Online school. Which, which is going to be game changing. Game changing. Debuting yeah. any day now. I was literally researching what's available right now and they got nothing on what we're going to come out with. Right. Cool. We're, we're way ahead of the curve. Yes. Okay, Logan, uh, what does Bill say? I see that Jimmy likes the flex bars, but what about the twisted engineering carbon fiber bars? Much lighter. How does Jimmy rate them as far as performance? Keep going. I, that was the question. No, there's if, more. Oh, if this question interferes with a flex bar sponsor, can he slash you answer back by email? Bill, I uh, have been supported by fast company flex bars for a long time. Actually, I was one of the first people that actually in the media, because they debuted them to the media, that actually gave them a fair shake. I rode them. And the first thing that everybody said about the flex bars was that they were heavy and they were, and they still, they're, they're a little bit lighter than they were, but they are heavy. You're right about this. I've used the twisted engineering uh, bars on some different test bikes back in the day at dirt rider. And they, they had different levels of flex. And in the beginning they were pretty stiff. They didn't flex that much. And I remember talking to the guys a little bit about it and they said that they were they were working on getting more flex, but they were worried about, you know, strength and durability. And since then, I haven't used them a whole lot. So I don't know. I know they are much lighter, but I will tell you that um, clamping carbon fiber in a pinch clamp scares me. Uh, mm -hmm. And. I know it's kind of commonplace, you know, in the uh, in the mountain bike world, there's a lot of carbon bars and stuff and they're not having issues with them. So uh, the other thing is I noticed is it was it was different the way that the way that they the, the way that they flex. They were kind of like uh, there was a time when people were taking the crossbar off of a of a Renthal handlebar, an aluminum handlebar, and those flexed. And they, 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 you could feel them and they moved. And it was a little bit like that. It was more of that sensation. And it, it took, it, it just, they didn't flex enough for me was, was the, the way I, you know, felt them in the beginning. And I haven't done a whole lot of stuff with them 
lately, so I can't really answer the question. I know that they were working on getting them to to flex more. If if weight is a concern, I can see that where it's an issue. But um, yeah, no no problem. I'll answer. I don't care who the sponsors of the show are. I mean, I do care who the sponsors of the show are, but I will answer a question as honestly as I can based on my experience, and that's really all that I have when it when it comes down to answering a lot of these questions and you know a lot of ding-dongs won't won't answer you know because of a because of a sponsor or whatnot but i'm i'm stoked that the sponsors of this show because they know this this is a cool thing about the people that will that we go after when we want to have a sponsor of the show and i i have people that support me through through my back when i raced now through our riding schools in whether they directly support this or they do something with me personally based on other things that I do. Um, I work, I like working with companies that are, that are, that believe in their stuff enough to where they know that I'm going to use something else like the goggles, for instance. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I use Scott goggles and I use climb goggles and I, I, I interchange between them and they both have their strong points and, and different things. Uh, but you know, if, and if, you know, I'll, I'll wear hundred percent, goggles i'll wear x brand goggles what are some of the other goggles that we have laying around used to always get oakley somehow or another yeah we had oakley goggles oakley Oakley goggles um so we've used a lot of different you know goggles and so that way when i'm talking with a company and they say hey how can we improve this or 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 what would you like to see better i say well you know this this brand does this and this does that and we're slot flopping heather's Put into a couple different boots today just to talk about fit and sizing and some some different things and you don't know unless you try different things and the reason i try so many different things is so i can't answer these questions and so if, if twisted wants to send me out some bars to try i would like to try them i tried the the mako um bar mount kit for a while as well helped help them a little bit in their early phases of development because they knew i had some experience with this stuff so um, I think that's one thing that you've proven over the years is you've you've always been true to a tester. You test the product, you make you tell the truth about it, whether it be good or bad, but you respectfully do that. And yeah. so that's you're known for that and that's a good thing. Yeah. So I and, think I, and, and it's and, and the, the, the yeah. it, good or bad is kind of a funny thing cuz I, I really don't say whether it's good or bad. I know if it's no, good I or know, I know just like we were just picking on the steg pegs. Yeah. Um I pick on them because they don't, they don't really work for me the way that I move myself around on the motorcycle. And cause I want to be able to get back, back farther where, where the steg peg would block me from or hold me up yeah. where I have to modify the way that I ride for it. And I, I can understand where some people, they want to be a little bit more lazy or they want to be reminded that, that they don't want to be back there. Maybe they get back mm -hmm. there too much. So there's, there's, there's advantages and Multiple disadvantages to every, every it. product. I, and I don't think a company actually brings a product to the, to the market, not thinking that, okay, the first thing to think is like, is this going to make us money? <laughs> you know, that's, is this going to make us money? And and you could market the hell out of something. If it was a pile of crap in the end, it's not going to make you money, but you may be bringing it to market knowing that it's only going to fit a certain audience. And I've had people, Tell me, it's like, oh, we don't want to send that to you or we don't want to give it to you because you're a flex bar guy, right? Oh, you wouldn't like this. I'm like, it doesn't matter whether I like it. I'd like to be able to describe it or at least have some experience with it to, to know. And like in my world right now, I have a KTM 500 cylinder head. Hey, Matt, you want me to talk about this a little bit more? Uh, yes, if, actually. because if, if, if you would have gone just straight to the truck, right. I wouldn't be having this conversation right now. I know, I know. I have a cylinder head that that has um, some heavy damage to it. And I'm in this thing where I, okay, I could go and buy 
you know, go go just do Rocky Mountain MC, by the way. Uh, click through one of the links on our... Uh, on Dirt Bike Test. On Dirt Bike Test through Rocky Mountain MC, and you will kind of help support the show as well uh, by shopping through them. We get a little uh, little commission if you do that. So that would help us out. If you're buying parts, just go onto one of our tests. You'll see a little logo down at the bottom. Click on that. It's even on one of the slider banners up top. But anyways, so I go to Rocky Mountain MC, buy brand new head and brand new valves and all the parts that I need to replace in this thing. I'd also like to to find out one of these head rebuilding services. So I've, there's a couple guys that specialize in this. They do just head rebuilding and it's not cheap, but I started adding it up and it's kind of the same price. It's as it would be with just getting an all new stock one. And there's nothing wrong with all new stock, but I go, well, is it better? Would it be better? And is it worth it? And if it, if it didn't have the damage that it had, would it be less expensive? So I'm going to use this as a learning experience. Thank you, Matt. For mm-hmm. grenading my KTM 500. It, it, love it's why you keep so me around. Cause I, I always give you something to learn from. Thanks, your, lessons. your dad's thanking you right now. Too. You got a guy too. A guy too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to some of these head rebuilding um, companies. And I mean, if I have to pay for it, I have to pay for it. I mean, you'll never live it down if I really have to pay for it, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, have, have you ever had any so anybody dangle a thousand dollar bill like right? It was it was like it was like it grew wings and just started flying away, and that was just the beginning. I thought it was five hundred to begin with, and then it just went to a thousand. I bet you it's going to be fifteen hundred by the time it's all done. Yeah. So anyhow, that, that's that's in the name of testing. That's what we're going to do. So yes, fellow Nick. Hi Jimmy, your show is amazing. No, he said awesome awesome yeah awesome this show is awesome thank you for all the info sorry if you've covered this before but i'm looking for some advice on riding solo i'm in my early 40s and all my friends have basically given up on riding i'm getting burned out on oh you know you know what you know what he's in early 40s and all my friends have basically given up on riding i'm sorry what? That sucks. That all of his friends have. Oh no! I, I'm riding. That sucks. Well, I think he should do some inter inter interflection. Inter, what what do you when you look at yourself? Introspection. Introspection. Introflection. I, I mean, introspection. He should do some introspection because maybe it's him. I doubt it. Oh, just checking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. And really want to get back into desert. Any tips or advice for riding alone? I have a dilemma. Delorme. Delorme. It's a it's a in reach. It's a it's a the thing that I carry. The satellite the, the satellite tracker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like a spot device or like a, a Delorme in reach. I need to get sponsored by them. By the way, mm-hmm. actually, we, I talked with um, Captain Larry. We we, we want to have Captain Larry's, and I'll bring this up in a minute. Keep going. And make sure to tell my family where I am going, but that won't help if I'm, I have a serious accident. Well, it will help. It will help because then they will, they'll know exactly where to find the body. And well, and the, so we've seen, we had a, a a customer of ours had his wife was watching him ride on the spot and she noticed that he wasn't moving for like an hour or 30, I think it was 30 minutes that she noticed he was, the spot didn't move. So she called all of her friends and they uh, that were knew where he was, who had seen his spot and went out there and he had a broken back and he was stuck under the bike. 
So they saved his life just because she was paying attention. So yeah, if if he had if he street. did not have the if he did not have the tracker, they would been, not they it would have been taken a lot longer to figure out where he was. They knew exactly yeah. where he was. So so the fact that you're riding with a uh, a tracker is good. And and so here's here's this, here's this thing. Um, couple things like the 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 ability to find people to ride with is so easy these days because of social media and stuff like that and i think if you start joining some of these groups based on the type of riding you do in your location um for instance like i know that this show kind of goes out to some of the different groups like socal uh, dual sport riders and even if you reach out to like the exc performance group and say mm-hmm. hey are they and i think someone did just today or the other day said hey i know this isn't about riding it's more about tech but where do you go for riding and man they they shot out a whole bunch of things you can find people to ride with that being said i kind of understand like when you know you're you're an asshole and people don't like you because it happened to me and and i got in my 40s and i only rode with like five guys to begin with and it kind of went down to about like one or two and they got they got busy and then they always tell me that they're busy but uh, so I ride a lot by myself as well. So uh, I, you know, I think you could you could just be a nicer person, but maybe you don't want to. And so, anyways, back to the tracker thing. Carry carry the tracker, but have a set of protocols. Yes. For how this thing works, and then and, and she knows this because she she's one of the people that follows me, not too closely, um, just kind of casually. It's like after two or three days. If, you know, she hadn't heard from me, she might check my tracker to see where I'm at uh, and recover the body. Uh, but so so our thing is, is anytime before I go riding, uh, especially by myself, I ping. I, I send it off and it sends out a message to a group of friends. Most of my friends, well, uh, people that want to know where to claim the body so they can get the life insurance, uh, they will start watching the ping and it, the ping means, Hey, Jimmy's going riding. And then I, at the end of my ride, I always send an, okay, I'm done. You know, I'm done riding. And generally they can look at it and they'll see that I'm back to where I started from or I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I do tell them where I'm going a little bit, but usually it's just in and out of here or I'm at a location. But the rule is if at any time I'm going to be stopped for more than 15 minutes, I have to send an okay. Like if I'm in the middle of nowhere and we decide to sit down and have lunch today, you notice today we never really sat for more than 15 no, minutes. Correct. So if I would have sat for more than 15 minutes, I would have pulled out and pushed an okay to let people know that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Because if it's if it stops moving and they're watching, and usually your friends are they're working on the computer and stuff, and they just have the screen up there and they check it every once in a while. All of a sudden it just it, it's just pinging in the same spot or some of the devices, depending on what they are, they just don't update when they don't move. So you, you have a, a way of doing this, but the, I send the okay to let them know, Hey, I'm okay. But then you also have an, another, there's usually three custom messages you could do. You have another one that I ping every, haven't had to do it in a long time, but it's like, let's say I get a flat tire. You know, usually if it's a flat tire, I just hit the okay. Cause I know I'm going to change it. I'm going to be good. But let's say chain breaks and I don't have a master. And like, I can't fix it. At that point, it's like you make the decision you know, I, Hey, I'm delayed. Something's wrong. And we have the second button. That means, that means I'm stopped. It's not critical. You, you know, you, you can come and get Just me. To, you can kind of come and get me tomorrow. Watch, watch later. I'm delayed. I'm slowed down. And there's that level. And then the third level is, is I need, I'm going to need help. 
you you should you should contact the main person, which is generally her, because she she can talk. She'll know where I'm at, and she'll know who the key contacts are, who somebody else she can call, because they got to come. They're gonna have to come and get me. So level three is, you know, hey, maybe, you know, I broke my arm and it's not life threatening, but you're going to have to come and get me. And there's this. And then there's the then there's the emergency button on those units that you push and she doesn't get a call. It goes straight to the response units. That's with that's like this is life or death, because at that point, I'm not going to push her because that's not her specialty and it's not my friend's specialty. So, so we have these different protocols for how that device is, is used. And so it, it can kind of save you, but I wouldn't, it's, don't and, rely and, on I, it. and I don't think that going riding with a buddy or two, and this is where we need, like, you know, I, I, I want, I have a, I have a friend who's a, who is a, a retired captain of the lifeguard and he's come and taken our school and he understands all these emergency safety protocols. And I want to get him on to start talking about some of these issues, just like just some some. Well, well, I want to talk to him about like, you know, what I carry and what I should carry and what I don't mm-hmm. carry and how to use how to use not even not even how to use it, because if there's some there's a certain amount of liability that's attached to it. And I think he's he has to be he wants to be, you know, he wants to be good about making sure he's given the right information. But we want to kind of talk about just some safety aspects of how to respond to certain kinds of situations and we'll start with just like hey what kind of gear and just like we're having this discussion about like how to use your how to use your 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 tracker but you know are your friends that you're riding with do they have cpr certification do they understand what heat stroke is and 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 just some basic um uh, first aid kind of things because having some of that can be the difference between surviving or not surviving or how to how to you know respond to a certain situation so this is i think this would be good information to kind of bring to the show and we're gonna we're gonna work on getting that to you and and and, uh, find find ways to kind of deliver some of that so uh but no it's a good question um nick and uh it, but it, <laughs> it it will help if you have a serious accident to the point where maybe, you know, if you didn't have that tracker, just think of how long, you know, especially when you're riding out of cell phone range, because a lot of times the cell phone can work and does work. And and when, you know, when you when you have that that incident or whatever it is and, and you if you get knocked out, like, for instance, so like I'm crying, I get knocked out and I'm not moving and don't do anything like that's when that tracker is really going to come in handy, you know, and I've I've we ran into somebody today that said, Oh, I have a, I have a tracking app on my phone. Well, that's great. As long as your phone works. Yeah. You know, so there's, there's, there's all different kinds of levels of things, but um, yeah. Um, that's what I would do. Um, try to find some buddies. If you can't find some buddies, I know how you feel. Uh, and then, uh, and then carry your tracker and just have a, have a group of your friends that don't ride anymore that sit in front of the computers that want to, Watch how you uh, how much plan, fun you're having. Plan your trip. You know, let someone know where you're going. If you just even just, hey, I'm going here. Even if it's like a a neighbor, so yeah. There, someone's aware that you're leaving. Just some, you know, common sense things. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just kind of. I don't know if it's common sense, but it's things that you should should do. I mean, I ride all the time, and I don't really ever leave a detailed itinerary. I'm not like no, I'm just filing a flight like, plan. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but Where I'm just going. like you're because because people know you ride every day. Like yeah. we know that. But if you're not because he's he's saying he's riding by himself. So yeah. I'm just saying it's just it wouldn't hurt to say that. Yeah. It, yeah. It wouldn't hurt to let somebody know kind of, you know. Yeah. OK. What's next? CG 17 life. 
What about skid plate? I think no brand is this price range has stock skid plate. We're talking about the KTM 390 now, and you, you skipped a question, but I know I how did. it works in the digital life. So he's asking about the um, he's he's watching our stock our stock video of the KTM 390, and uh, he says I think no brand in this price range has a stock skid plate. So it the 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 one that comes stock on the KTM is not a skid plate. It would be a fancy piece of plastic that uh, would deflect dust from the front of your motor. And if a, if a rock bigger than your knuckle flies up, it could, it could break it. So I guess that's better than no skid plate, but um, we put, and if he, if he would have gone to the next video where we did all the modifications, we threw that black dog um, cycle works skid plate on that thing, which it's not cheap, but it can save you, a lot of money on uh, cases if you decide to go, you know, pouncing through the rocks and stuff like that. The bikes are not really designed to be ridden that aggressively off-road, but you can, and that's a good protective item. So um, that's what I think about it. Really, he asked what I thought. He, like, I wasn't going to say what I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> what were you going to say, Heather? I don't know. You just, every and whenever I watch this, you say a lot of what you think that's, for a long time. I should call it Jimmy's Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. What he thinks about motorcycles and strippers. Oh my god! <laughs> you should go get a. You should go get a. Go get some tequila. Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> it might make the show go a little easier. We only have a couple more questions. No, I'm kidding. Okay. I enjoy the show. What does R Romanica F think? It is a really good bike, except that it is really crap. Now, this is why Romanica F doesn't have his own show, because he just said two distinctly different things. It's a really good bike, except that it's really crap, unless he's into crap. And yeah. that's good, which that doesn't make sense. So you just have to invest about $10,000 in it. So it would be really good. He's talking about the KTM 390. So... Like I'm curious because so the bike costs about seven thousand dollars new, and then you add three thousand dollars to it, which would be ten thousand dollars. Or is he talking about like actually seventeen thousand dollars? So so he doesn't know how to do math either. Because that's like that's like me saying that this is the best motorcycle show that you can listen to. So it's all it's all jumbled up and doesn't mean anything. So. Um, KTM 390 is a really good bike for what it's designed for and you can modify it into being even better and you can spend $10,000 on it if you want I don't know why you would because at some point well actually because there's not anything else that's that size that would do that you, 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 and you're just customizing it I see a lot of cars that people put sink a lot of money into and I don't know why how much money have you sunk into mom's car uh, you have a bike no, rack on it. That bike rack was that. That bike rack is actually it was uh my late aunt's, and that went up with me to Alaska. It was on my Subaru in Alaska, and I brought it back with me to Reno. So that thing, uh, I you, got that. You had a free. Subaru. You had a Subaru. Yeah. Did Did it love you back? <laughs> oh yeah, it loved me for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> that thing was awesome. Subarus are awesome. Okay. Next question. WSL at seventy. 70- is it time to transition from dirt bikes? 
I no, he, that's a statement. It is time to transition from dirt bikes at oh. 70. I disagree. I had to check Ride out. Ride till the wheels fall off of you. I had to check out this video to see if this bike would be good. Be a good choice to make my transition. After watching the answer is yes. Moreover, I didn't have to figure out how much it is. No. How to make it more dirt. Wow, Logan, been drinking? No. <laughs> you looking at nudes on your phone? <laughs> mm. Thank you for spending the time on this bike. He says, I don't have to figure out how to make it more dirt worthy because he's, he's transitioning from dirt bikes. Well, I feel bad for him. You know, that, that transitioning is tough these days. I know everybody's doing it, but not like you. Halt. You're, you're special. Don't go there. <laughs> Get the tequila. <laughs> um, it, I don't think, how old's your dad? My dad is. How's Ned? 77. He wants to go riding dirt bikes all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He Ned needs to transition. No. I think Ned needs to transition a little bit on. My dad's like ready. He's like he's, hopping he's, up and down on his brand new leg. Yeah. Brand new knee. Hey, I, WSL, I don't think it's time to transition, buddy. But um, hey, the KTM 390, it, it, like you said, yes, it's a good bike. And the funny thing is, is you may get this to transition to like off your dirt bike, but I think it's just going to allow you to get back on the dirt a little bit you know it'll you can take it out on the street and then go down some dirt roads too maybe this guy's a super hardcore trail rider all he needs is a set of steg pegs that that might be the key to to to, to not having a transition off of the dirt bikes but maybe he's just ready for the ktm 390 see i it's not a beginner bike that's what it, they everybody, everybody said. They, I call it, you know, KTM design it for like entry level or beginner. I'm like, no, it's for seasoned riders. It's a good bike for seasoned riders. So that's good. Can you get a tequila before the next um, okay. next uh, question? Yes. Get get a get a get get the one of the white bottles, the good ones, and a couple. There's a couple glasses right there. Next question, Logan. Sean Elliott. Great meeting, Paul at Tour Tech. Who did great in the games? Exceptional balance. Amazing how long Paul can balance. Really nice watching. Re very relevant. Stay balanced. Less effort. So thanks, Sean, for um, pointing out that Paul is a better rider than me. I'm really having a you know, you know, bite the bullet on this one. But Paul runs Cispus Cycles Off Road Training. They are our um, Pacific Northwest affiliate. So if you want to do some training, go see Paul. Paul Paul was on the show a couple weeks ago. It was awesome having him here. Paul is awesome. I love Paul. Yeah, so he, he's going to be back out here because he's training to go to Dakar in 2023. So he will probably, uh, we'll definitely talk about some of the efforts to support Paul because he's a hardworking dude and he's trying to live the dream. And living the dream is expensive. So um, they've, they've got a team of American riders that are trying to go over and do Molly Moto next year, which will be super awesome. So, um, yeah, Sean. Um, yeah, Paul, it, I it was it was really kind of cool when I ran into Paul because I knew him from his racing and it was really cool to run into him up there a couple of years at Tour Tech. And it, it was awesome to talk to somebody who really um, kind of understood the fundamentals of riding, you know, the, the, these, the, the, the things that are really important because he has a, he, he, he got a really 
you're as good as Johnny Campbell at that, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Lucky it wasn't the black bottle there. Ooh. George would have cried. Oh my gosh, sorry. Yeah, and you got the big one too. Here, just slide that thing over here. Tonight we're drinking, by the way. This show could be brought to you by uh, Classy Azul. The best part is we're filming on the um, power outlet. The power outlet. Oh, well, you might have to lick it clean. Um, Classy Azul is what Heather just spilled all over the power <laughs> outlet. So don't touch that, Logan. You're not old enough. But, anyways, uh, yeah, good, um, good times. <laughs> See, get we faster than I thought. Yeah. Uh, okay, next question. Mar Journey. Marhoney. Marjorie. Marjorie. Yeah, Marjoni. Just checking in to see if you've had time to consider or offer to create an an article for your website, dirtbiketest.com. Again, it will consider consist of timely, original, and well written content created specifically for your re readers. Well, if it was a bot, it would read it better than this, wouldn't you think? <laughs> I'm going to get a Logan bot. Mm -hmm. let, the, me, the, let, me, let me try this sentence. Okay. Again, it will consist of timely, original, and well-written content created specifically for your readers. That's already what's on it. That's what I just said. No, that's already what's on Dirt Bike Test. Well, I know, but they're going to give it to me for free. Keep reading. Through the articles will reference our client. It though though the articles will reference our client. How's school doing these days, Logan? Jimmy, nice. <laughs> it's hard to read on his like phone. It's it's too it's dark. It's no, he has the privacy screen, so yeah. he can oh. listen to this. These kids, they got you. He's got you out thunk already. That's the privacy screen. Oh, okay. If you look at it square, you can see it. But he goes, "Look, teacher, I'm not reading." It never shows it square to him. He's like, "It's not even turned on." As he's like looking at nudes from his girlfriends. <laughs> so oh boy uh, though the article will reference our client it is also 100% up to you to decide when it is rev ready ready for publishing good we can do good this job. together there you go Logan. it's it's the it's the glass she just poured me that's <laughs> what do you think their their article will talk about just guess t-shirts t-shirts wasn't that gambling oh gambling sites Huh. Gambling websites, yeah, or or tobacco products. Once it's posted, we'll pay you via PayPal as a way of saying thank you for your time and effort. You, you, I'm, I'm going to get you her email, and you need to reach out to her. We need to do this segment. Oh, we already have. We have. I thought. Where you called up the people that want to sell the t-shirt peoples? Did we have this recorded? We, we did. No, we did like a a test. Oh, session. we did a test uh -oh. session. Yeah, we need to do this. Where, where I, I pretend to be like, a, oh a yeah, yeah, I was the teacher. Yeah, guy. yeah, 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 yeah. Because we we thoroughly. I want to have Logan experiment. be my marketing guy and 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 call call up these people and just ask them really dumb questions. Speaking of Logan being a marketing guy, how did your speech go with the with the um? Oh, the solar farms. Solar farms. Yeah. Oh, he got quoted in the newspapers. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's cool. Thanks for taking it for the team. We had to be here to do a damn show. He's just up there hanging around with a bunch of old people that are bitchy and yelled at the county commissioners. Okay, next. Is there another question? No, that's it, I think. That's it. If are so, we we'd love to get you a draft right away. You got to see about getting that draft. Yeah, I'd love to see what kind of article they can produce for 
dirtbiketest.com. Is that what they said? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's cut and paste. Timely article. I wonder what's it. Maybe it's about the Stark Varg. <laughs> think so? That's timely. Scott already wrote about that. I didn't. I don't write much anymore. I just go riding all the time. Um, RJ says it's a shot glass, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other? Uh, Sorry. There's just a bunch of like just comments and just general comments. Yeah, the chat was fun. I was jumping in on, on my personal. Thing yeah, there were some good uh, comments tonight. Hey, if you're if you're wondering how you can watch this show, view this show, see what we're doing here live, um, we're on YouTube. We are on Facebook. We're all over the place. And when we do this, you can uh, jump into the chat. Sometimes Matt throws the chat up in the top corner of the box. So if you're watching this now on the uh, tubes of you or wherever, you'll see that up there and you can see what everybody's saying about me. Um, you know, we only let the comments that are about me up there, right? Yep. Well, only the ones that make fun of you. Only make yeah. fun of me. Which Sam Felipe, Bob and George took turns being really good at that. Did they destroy <laughs> me sure tonight? Yeah. Let's, I'm glad I wasn't watching that tonight. I was more focused on Logan's reading. We're going to have to have a little after school. You did fine, Logan. Well, I haven't been in school for a week. Uh, that's all. So. It only takes a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it like that whole year of COVID was bad? Yeah. If I read like that, somebody would take me out back Although with a big stick and just like whip me. It is hard me. to read people's yeah. texts because people don't use proper grammar in the text messaging or proper. Oh, I I promise you that some of the stuff he has to read is, is horrible. Yes. And that's why he paraphrases a lot yes. of it sometimes. It's but, hard. but sometimes he misses out some of the key, the key words. And then I, <laughs> then I have to step in and it's amazing that I pay attention. <laughs> uh, Heather, Tell funny Jimmy stories. Like, does he have, still have restless motorcycle racer syndrome when he sleeps? I don't know. She's taking the fifth on that one. <laughs> yeah, like, who's that from? San Felipe Bob? Uh, George. Oh, George. George wants to know. Oh, you know who R RJH was? That was Roger Hurd. Remember Roger? Oh, yeah. 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 That's yeah. cool. Well, sorry. Thanks, Roger. I know it's a it's a glass. I'm just not good at pouring into the glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're one to talk, buddy. <laughs> we should have a contest. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I really liked racing against Roger. He was he was a uh, he was he was he was always pushing me. It I just my bike was always I guess it was always a cheater is what they always said. All 125 cc's of that factory KTM. <laughs> so, um, okay. I think we're going to start wrapping this thing up. Yeah, I believe we're out of questions. And Hey, we got robots texting us again? I think we do, actually. This show's getting so popular that we have yeah. robots watching it. No, we had a troll last week. Our first ever yeah. troll in the chat. Right. What is it, or how does a troll work? Is it like a fake? troll or are they real so it's just a real people. person but has multiple accounts that they're just spamming you oh, okay. with and yeah just spam we, we got our we got our achievement from restream for hitting 100 messages really fast oh, oh wow. yeah thanks troll yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's good go. yeah it's uh it's always someone in a dungeon in like yeah. some other country like yeah. he's probably in his mother's basement yeah just yeah logan don't do this oh well, he doesn't have a basement so i guess we're safe there right um <laughs> <laughs> All the inappropriateness. Yeah. Brought to you by Jimmy Lewis. Yeah. Hey, uh, so again, thank thanks to our much. thanks to our sponsors. I'd like to thank um Climb, Taco Moto, Yamaha, Scott Sports, DDC, Trail Tech, Bulletproof Designs. I'd also like to thank Kenda. 
they definitely help us out. I hopefully um, the guy who tripped me up, Kenda's in the Parker DTs in the hard direction. Please don't run them in intermediate. You won't be impressed with that tire. Hard direction. Uh, hopefully he sends me that email and uh, huh, Yamaha. Yamaha for sure. Yamaha really is. Uh, they believe in this this show, even though I say other bikes are good as well. Nothing wrong with that. Want to ride the YZ125 tomorrow in the piss and rain and the sand track? Not really. Not really. I don't want to ride anything. Logan, you're not tomorrow. going to school? I'm going to Vegas. Tomorrow? Yeah. Why? Work with him. Oh, well, you like work working, now? Yeah. Working uh. with dad. That's good. That would be. He's been hanging doors on the field. <laughs> wow. Good. Yeah, yeah, I got a door over at that place over there. I need that metal. Does he do metal frames? Mm -hmm. Okay. God, I can work. I'll pay you. I'll pay you probably. What, what are you paying him? That's piece work, so. Piece work. Yeah. How much does it cost to hang a door? Uh, 15 a door, 15 a frame. Uh, oh, yeah, we got a deal. You come over here and work here, and then we'll go ride YZ125s. Sweet. So, yeah, because we're going to do the, the new versus old YZ125 story as soon as Matt picks up Trevor's crank. There's a lot of things. Uh, does Jimmy ski better than riding? No. Actually, I got cleaned out skiing. I literally got. That doesn't mean you're a bad skier. Just no, I was. I took you out. No, it, yeah, I got taken out. It was yeah. bad. Um, I'm sore. Yeah, skiing's dangerous. Don't do it. Actually, don't go to any of the ski resorts anytime soon at all because I want to go because there's a lot of snow and uh, I don't want you to be there because it's kind of like the way I ride. <laughs> so, on that note, I think we're going to shut this down. Thank you, Matt, for pushing all the buttons over there, yep, making all things happen. Thank you. Thank you, Heather, for. Um, Joining us tonight. Thanks for putting up with me. What? And letting uh, no. you be on the show. Letting you be on the show. Yeah. Uh. Or volunteering me on to be on the show. Well, you 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 made me endo almost every bike on Rooster Endo. Oh, mm -hmm. I, I, I felt I felt confident here with you here to just to just go full oh, endo tonight. Okay. I think we what was I four to one. Worse than him. Sorry, guys. Was that four endos and one roost? Is yeah. That we're at or, or? Uh, three endos, one roost, and one yeah. in between. Yeah. In between, yeah. An immediate. So I'm sorry. Thanks as usual, Logan. Brush up on that reading skills. Um, you know, stay away from those girls. They're dangerous. And uh, no nudes. No. <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah. Don't okay. Do well, we, uh, great. Uh, uh, Dennis is on there. Thanks, Sean. Thanks all of our uh, poo Thanks, staying. George. We have a poo staying in our chat. Yep. <laughs> We've really gone high class poo here. Staying, baby. Okay, so with that, we're going to see you out on the trail. Cheers. Cheers.